Gemini, Zadok Melchizedek, Speeches Beyond, Atticus. We've come to give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. A swift kick to his iron jaw, followed by a fast fist flick from a lion paw. As a thief, as a thief in the night, night. A prophet, not for profit, who often no got a pot to piss in. The post-apocalyptic lost scripts of a Gnostic Christian. A linguistic key mystic assisted on a coptic mission. With magicians equipped with cryptic visions, so stop quick and listen. Use the Kleenex that's given to see that the Phoenix is risen. Church's penis driven while worshipping Venus is forbidden. Some see the world that we live in, but for others the key is more hidden. As history gets rewritten, Babylon inherits the mystery of Britain. A great harlot, deceiving what we more webs in Charlotte. Telling white lies to nice guys as nice guys become scarlet. A vegetarian, trapped in the heart of the meat market. How dare you wipe your feet on the carpet when the sheep are my target. Creeping deep from a target. Part of a bizarre skit These dark kings trying to start things Pulling more strings than a guitar pick No smoke or mirrors Or any exploding cigar trick Revolt my peers to do what we're told We come this we're coming like thieves in the night Who believe in the light Thieves in the night Speaking what's coming like thieves, thieves in the night Who come to Eve in the fight Thieves in the night Never leave in the coming like thieves in the night Who believe in the light Thieves in the night Speaking what's coming like thieves in the night Who come to Eve in the fight Thieves in the night Never leave in the fight We need fire virgin from the divine virgins being to a learned degree, material currency is the loser of alchemy. Look inwardly and outwardly within, without a bubble. Below my ganga, in me, my tadir, cleansing me from head to toe. Mouthpiece and nemesis in this laboratory delusion. Since the reptilian genesis, the authors of illusion. Church offering solutions in the brainwashed institution. Drink the blood of a holy communion and be born in confusion. Yo, roll the rock away, I say. Wake up from your sleeping benedict. There's the sewing well, Satan does the reaping. Eye, and I've been keeping tabs on them Illuminati Nazis. Trying to spree masons and design as paparazzi. So if you hear the click and clack of a clock and somebody pop me, like two. You know who shot me. Behold, I come as a thief, as a thief in the night. With no need for jewels or gold rings, or trying to act like a king. Cause life's worth more than material things. Though many don't know, so I sing. Bringing the tables, another fable of when you didn't see what was capable of greedy minds. You seek to own and control everything that they can, including owning your soul. It's like they're possessed with nobody to put a stop to. Till heaven sent from our remembrance to know what's true from false. So instead of speculation, I steal back the minds lost in manipulation to what's reality, like modern day slaves, incarceration of the mentality under the legislation of sinister ministers who act worse than a fiend and claim to them we threaten the American dream. Behold, I come as a thief, as a thief in the night. We're coming like thieves in the night who believe in the light. Thieves in the night speaking what's coming like thieves in the night who come to Eve in the fight. Thieves in the night never leave in the coming like thieves in the night who believe in the light. Thieves in the night speaking what's coming like thieves in the night who come to Eve in the fight. Thieves in the night never leave in the fight. These times are like the days of Noah. Some be feeding for chains and penance, acting like one of Cain's descendants. Remnants walking the ways of Jehovah. Sinning the seven deadly, we're breaking the Ten Commandments. Mainstream flowing directly out of Babylon. Behaving like a Jezebel, quick to kiss and tell. At both ends, I'll burn the wick until the candle's gone. Some try to sit and sell you a wish within the wishing well. Far too many people are following the fallen. Sporting a Maltese cross, claiming the vault he's lost. Expecting to be saved while swallowing it all in. Just trying to buy fame, no matter how much a small piece costs. Listen up. Listen up, they're just trying to buy fame no matter how much a small piece costs. Behold, I come as a thief, as a thief in the night. Let's fuck unprotected, or 
overpopulate Build new cities over burial sites and toxic waste Spread hate like the spray from the Gatling gun when it oscillates Make a rule of a refusal to tolerate Gotta pray twice a day type religion A circumcision, baptized as a Christian Just abandon it for an anthem of hedonism Then we can die alone, hollow without guilt Wallow in our own filth and litter all of us styrofoam Spoil the soil with nuclear waste and any trace of the bodies we've hung Uranium, radioactive wreckage from alien ships Ancient ruins, battery fluids, oil drums Y'all hiding in the ocean We'll never have a clue And when the whales start beaching We'll scavenge it for food And when they're able to reach it Find them to a tomb And when they're frail and weeping We'll tighten the screws Make them twist on the strip Then we'll sip ambrosia tight lip Order onlookers butchered So no evidence exists Heat mason draws a pot of holy water and elements Blind people with cracked sentiments Find people in metal bonnets And start selling them Relocate people We feed the ghettos and tenements Then we'll eat the serpent's fruit And never criticize our government Sacrifice a youth Be accepted as extremist Republicans have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401 and avoid 941-421-0401 If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401 We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com well, there have been extraordinary scenes in Berlin tonight as thousands of people gathered to hear Barack Obama deliver a key foreign policy speech on his current European tour. Democratic presidential hopefuls laid out his vision for America's place in the new world order, saying he's speaking as a proud citizen of the world, of the world, of the world. It is a big idea. idea. It is a big idea. idea. A new world order. It is a big idea. It is a big idea. A new world order. Have you ever taken a moment to second guess? The Freemasonic Order or the IRS? The Carlisle Group and the CFR? The Bohemian Grove and other so bizarre? The rulers of the world operating in the shadows. In the for oil, throw the leader in the gallows. Still the free man, it's land to the fascists. Have a little taste every time you pay taxes. The facts still remain, slowly see the change. Keeping you in line as they tighten up the reins. The boogeyman's to blame for a global mainframe. And they'll kill 80% when we see the end game. Such a shame, it won't stop. stop. Eyes wide shut, listen close to my words because it's time to wake up. It's time to live free or die. See through the lies, it's time to save this Republic, stand up and rise. Have you ever taken a moment to second question? Found yourself entangled in evil deceptions. Uncover the truth to infernal dimension. A group of elitists with demonic intentions. It's time to pay attention to the world unveiled. Hidden in plain sight with grim details. Three simple letters, what do they spell? Fuck the new world order, we will prevail. They call it new world order, a design to tame us. The global elitists, like pawns. 
they play us I'm not open your eyes Realize in disguise CNN and Fox News Steady spitting out their lies The media's corrupted Corrupted what you know No repeaters for reporters Like he's 20 below Internet can't be trusted It's one like a tiger If you choose to think freely Then you must be Al-Qaeda From the moment you were born Every step's preconceived uh -huh. Implanted in your mind A phony sense of destiny Giving up your freedom Fuck For that. fake security Got the whole world Chip a car FID Second question Found yourself entangled in evil deceptions Uncover the truth to infernal dimension A group of elitists with demonic intentions It's time to pay attention to the world unveiled Hidden in plain sight with grim details Three simple letters, what do they spell? Fuck the new world order, we will prevail Republican and Democratic presidents alike From Harry Truman to George Bush Said, and it's a phrase that I often use myself that we needed a new world order. Order, order, order. And people better understand that they mean exactly what they're saying. It's a new world order they're trying to create, and they're trying to do so uh, without approval or consent of the government in this country, uh, but despite the popular will. Uh, this is a straightforward assault by the elitists in this country, in this country, in this country. Have you ever taken a moment to stand up and fight? Up and for fight. liberty and freedom, bringing darkness to light. Defend the Constitution and the Bill of the Rights. Bill of Make them right. feel the wrath of God when we stand and unite. Ignite a revolution with noble persistence. With noble feel the retribution of the global resistance. Divided will fall and get lost in the distance. United will prosper with continued existence. Resist the new world order and the NAU. Checkpoints now, what you gonna do? Microchipping your babies, selling you convenience, exploiting the lazy. Will you stand up for truth or submit to their slavery? Have you ever taken a moment to second question? Found yourself entangled in evil deceptions. Uncover the truth to infernal dimension. A group of elitists with demonic intentions. It's time to pay attention to the world unveiled. Hidden in plain sight with grim details. Three simple letters, what do they spell? Fuck a new world order, we will prevail. Have you ever taken a moment to second Question. Found yourself entangled in evil deceptions Uncover the truth to infernal dimension A group of elitists with demonic intentions It's time to pay attention to the world unveiled Hidden in plain sight with grim details Three simple letters, what do they spell? Fuck the new world order, we will prevail The people of the planet are free, are free. We are here with a new declaration of independence A declaration of free people on the planet Earth
the crowd because I brought my crew. You're listening to Frank Castle and Sean Raz on the first 52. guys uh that's not what we were looking for i don't know why that's uh even there so welcome to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. uh interesting we'll uh kill that out here dave you over there i am here excellent uh we do have a new sound and it's not going to be this fucked up mess that we got going on right now uh but uh <laughs> we do have an excellent new song uh produced as our intro by the one and only frank castle of heist click so what we'll do is we'll get that going here, Dave. And let me know if you can hear it. Yeah, yeah. Mike check one, two, one, two. 
Are you ready for this? This is the first 52. Listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in the truth might change your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation, RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Saturday night, conspiracy facts. It's the first 52 with your host, Sean Rad. The simple power of truth. Join the conversation, RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. The IC's in charge. Time to listen up. Real talk mixed with music. Meant to wake you up. The simple power of truth. Join the conversation, RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. That's your opinion. Bring your facts to Dave. He packs the pain for Toad Jones' name. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation, RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Uncensored, uncut, and live. Truth talk with guests that might help you survive. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. See through the lies of the manipulation. Listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in the truth might save your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. So there we go. We got the, the intro from the great old Frank Castle. You got to love... Uh, how great that comes across. I want to thank Frank so much for that intro. We'll, uh, Dave, Dave, Echo, Echo. Not really sure. Not really why. sure why. Yes, we're having. This is the first show of of RazRadioLive.com on the first fifty two. It's minus, man. <laughs> is it gone? Yeah, it's gone now. All right. Oh goodness gracious! So, last show of uh, twenty thirteen. What do you think? Really Most bad start there. Good <laughs> God. Uh Buzzy's bitching about a 16-minute intro, and, and that's what I was bitching about, too, Buzzy. Yeah, yeah, Dave's always bitching about that. Everybody's bitching about that. I know. I, I bitch about a 10-minute intro, and <laughs> you went 16 today. Yeah, I know. Well, usually it is 10, and I was trying to get into into that uh, that great intro Frank did there, the first 52. And uh, Did you find it so we could play it again? Yeah, I'm, again? I'm working on it here as we're talking. Okay. All right. I know All right, what so happened, then, uh, so anyway. I go to your thing. So, um... Let's see what the hell I got going on over here. Oh, Supreme Court this week. Uh, we should, you know what? Let's just, let's, let's, let's go light and then we'll go heavy. Right. Uh, how, you was your, how was your, how was your Christmas? Christmas. Yeah. Christmas was good. You know, we, uh, we did our normal family thing. We do what's called a fondue. Well, it's not the traditional fondue people think of. We use oil and we heat it up to frying temperature. And then we get, uh, let's see here. We had, uh, calamari. We had octopus, steak, chicken, breaded chicken. You like bread it, uh, and then you just sit around the table and you you fry everything individually on these little these long fork things, mm-hmm. uh, skewers. I guess you would call them. Make the most sense. And uh, and then you just kind of sit there and cook and eat and cook and eat and cook and eat. You don't realize how much you eat uh, because you're just putting it away and putting it away as you're cooking it. Uh, so that was that, and you know we got some good stuff. The kid got some good stuff. So everybody seems to be uh. Happy with the results of Christmas. You know me, I'm not a real big religious person. So, uh, to me, it's more about just being with everybody. You know, it's just about being there with the people that I love and talking with right. them and being with them. How about you? What'd you do? Nothing. Well, your mom my was mother, in town, right? My mother came over Monday to visit. I haven't seen her, I don't know, since winter of last year or this early this year. And she finally comes over, hangs out and did some shit. Took care of some business uh, Monday and Tuesday, um, and then Wednesday we just kind of woke up, 
Now, when did she come uh-huh. in? Sunday after we left? No, no, Monday morning. Monday, Monday afternoon. Morning. Okay. And uh, just kind of, oh, uh, we uh, we had gotten a bottle. We had gotten a bottle of champagne for Christmas Eve dinner. Right. To- totally forgot to drink it. Right. Uh, and she made a ham. And so, like eleven o'clock on Christmas Day, we hadn't eaten breakfast yet because we ate so much the night before. I was like, "Let's start the day off with a bottle of champagne." And she's not a drinker, but she's like, "All right, fuck it, let's do it." <laughs> and by one o'clock, both of us were sleeping on on. Yeah, I have on two couch. couches here. Right, she's sleeping on the little couch. I'm sleeping on the big couch. It was a perfect Christmas day for me. I can imagine that sounds like it would be a, uh, you know, enjoyable and relaxing. Yeah, definitely relaxing. <clears throat> and and for the the time that she was here from from Monday afternoon till this afternoon, I didn't start shit at all. You know, I didn't I didn't make her watch any documentaries. <laughs> I didn't start talking shit. And it was actually kind of I made it comfortable for her. Well, that's good. Speaking of documentaries, you know, for the past week and a half now, give or take, I've been running uh, documentaries during the daytime, and I've right. actually ran some I've never heard. Um. I, I've heard things in them I never noticed before, other ones. Uh, and it was really neat because, I mean, that's really what I listened to all week. I was just kind of listening to make sure everything was going over well. Um, and it reminded me that there's certain things that brought us to this dance. There's certain things that, um, you know, brought, brought us around or, or brought us to, uh, what we talk about. And I think in 2014, um, we need to revisit some things and, and refocus back on uh, some of the things that I think, at least to me, uh, are important. Um, you know, we've we've drifted away from talking about 9-11 and, and really, I guess listening to all the old documentaries made me really remember what woke me up, what got me doing this, what started me in, in believing what I believe now. And I think that that's important to bring that back to people. I mean, we do get a lot of new... Uh, listeners, we get different people um, that aren't Alex Jones listeners that stumble across us, and I think it's important for us to get back to, um, you know, back to basics a little bit. Right, and 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 what just happened uh, within the last week is we had our hundredth anniversary of the uh, Federal Reserve. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the root of all evil. If anybody, if you start to actually peel back the layers. The Federal Reserve is the root of all evil. The root. The root of all evil. Yeah, that's where they started fucking with the money supply. That's when they started saying, hey, to the politicians, hey, you know, you guys want to do shit? We'll actually back you. We'll we'll make sure that you have enough money to do whatever you want, that you could stay in power. But you have to do these things for us. And uh, that's what's fucked this country up. And most pe- And here's the problem is that most people don't know that. That that's what fucked the country up. Right. They, right. They, like, there are people that know that, oh, end the Fed. Even ending the Fed, ending the Fed is not what we need to do. And we need competitive currency. And and you actually said to me the other day when you were listening to the Money Masters. Right. How to I'm, watch I'm out for. Bring that up, too. Go ahead. How to watch out for, you know, anybody that says we should go back to the gold uh, standard. And, there you know, there is, as long as we have a single thing, a single currency, it's always going to be manipulated because you can manipulate the, the the price of gold, which is already being manipulated. Well, mo- the Money Masters was one of the ones that I had never listened to or watched before, so I really listened to that one intently. I know Buzzy was was listening to that because that was one of the days that uh, he felt was one of the most informative days 
of all of them, at least to that point. I, that was actually really early. Um, <clears throat> but uh, that one really caught me. And and what really grabbed me about that is, you know, I'm one of those people that always say, oh, we need to return to the gold standard. We need to back our, our dollar with uh, with gold. We have to go back to that. And in the Money Masters, they talk about how, uh, I believe it was, what year? they uh, 73, I think, is when they recall. No, when did they recall the gold? 70s. 35. Oh, not, yeah, in the, in the mid-30s. They, mid-30s. They, made they demanded everybody gold. illegal. Yeah. yeah, they demanded everybody turn their gold in uh, for the good of the country, of course. And, um, that's yeah, for, for $20 an ounce. And then when every, when they got everybody's gold, they, they started selling it for $35 an ounce. Right. Yeah. And a lot of the bankers, the, the people we worry about, um, bought into that. So now it turns out that a majority of the gold, at least in, in theory on the money masters, is that a majority of the gold is owned by the elite. So going to the gold standard would just actually, uh, increase their wealth even more. Well, here's a fact. <clears throat> Two-thirds of the world's gold. Now, all right, so just to give you an idea how much gold has been mined in the, in the, in the, uh, the annals of mankind, it would actually, if you, if you were to actually remelt it all again to 100% pure gold and make a block out of it, it would go one-third the way up the, um, what's that thing in Washington, D.C., the monument, the big, tall, dick-looking monument? Oh, the Washington Monument? Washington, yeah, that's third, what it's called. Right, the one. You know that monument right in Washington. Um, yeah, the no. what's that called again? The uh, the, the the Washington Monument, Dave. <laughs> it's okay. So there, in other words, there's not a tremendous amount of gold in the world, right? Right. Um, but two thirds of that gold is owned by three different people, and it's hedge funds, central banks, and governments. So if you don't think that, you know, if two-thirds of these of the, of the world's gold is owned by three people that are doing business with each other, um, if you don't think that could be manipulated, then you're sadly mistaken. Guess what can't be manipulated? Bitcoin, you're going to say, I'll bet. <laughs> you know it. You and your damn Bitcoin. Hi, well, honey. I'm whole... glad you decided to join us tonight. Hi. And Hi. also Litecoin. Also, Litecoin. Litecoin. I've I've been talking about on the Red Pill page for the last week or so. Me and Dave from uh, up north, we were talking about Dogcoin, and he just mined a thousand. I've got uh, five hundred, uh, and I'm just doing it just to do it. I don't think it's going to be worth anything. What the Dogcoin? Yeah, it's because it's just anybody can come up with their own cryptocurrency. You and I, actually, <clears throat> Dave and I were talking about a making our own mining uh, pool or b creating our own currency. Right, just to do it, um, and I might I might look into it after the holidays, but um, the thing the thing with that is is that it's finite. Like Bitcoin is only going to be twenty one million coins in when it's finally they mine their last coin. It's only going to be twenty one million of them. Honey, I've heard this somewhere before, haven't you? <laughs> I might have talked about it once or twice. Maybe, possibly. Is it because I came over here? Is that why we're talking about this? Was that Bitcoin? You yeah. brought it up. I did not. Didn't she? No. No, I did. Oh, you did. <laughs> Sorry. Why but, would I bring this up? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you bring this up? That's what I was wondering. I couldn't figure it out myself. A very limited understanding of it. Yeah, the comparison. big. Well, no, I understand it. I don't like it, but I understand it. I'm sure it's uh, it's a feasible uh, escape, but I just. I don't trust it. I don't. Uh, it's a competing currency. That's all you got to worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to trust it though, and to believe in it. And I just don't have that trust or belief in it. 
Do you believe in the? Do you trust and believe in the dollar? Well, no, unfortunately not. But All I have right, to use it. So, I believe so in a Folgers you, can and a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> That's still believing in the dollar, though. You gotta keep that in you mind. You don't have to necessarily put dollars in there. Well, that's true too, but the, that's what we were talking value. about the gold standard before. Uh, so yeah, um, 2013, I want to kind of step back after listening to a lot of that stuff. I want to go through and pull some of the audio out of some of it, some of it. Um, I just thought it was, I don't know if you got to listen to any of it, Dave. No, no. I, I stayed away from it as much as possible and not, not because I just, I'm trying to stay away from all the bullshit. Yeah, that works real well, doesn't it? <laughs> It's really well, easy just, to stay away from right. all the bullshit. Just, just <laughs> all it takes me is you know five minutes on the internet. Like I've got I don't know six or seven tabs open here. One of them is you know a Forbes article says a hundred years later the Federal Service has failed at everything it's tried. Uh, you don't have the right to remain silent. Now the Supreme Court has has actually said that you, in order for you to invoke in order for you to invoke your right to remain silent, you have to say, "I am invoking my right to remain silent." Isn't that fucked up? Well, uh, yeah, because it's. Uh, All right, do I do I have to invoke my right for freedom of press? No. Do I have to invoke my right to for the bear to bear arms? No, I just do it. But now the Supreme Court says. Actually, you do have to invoke your right to 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 uh, bear arms because if you don't, then you're not doing anything. Well, it all depends on what state and, you're in. Yeah, and you have to get a permit in most states. It all depends on what state you're in. in. You know, three states, you could actually just go into a store, buy a gun, boom. You don't have to say shit. Um, but here, the Supreme Court says that in order for you to be protected under the Fifth Amendment, which is the right to remain silent and not to, you know, uh, rat yourself out, you have to say, I am invoking my right to remain silent. That's a court proceeding, though, also. It's not a court proceeding. It's it, It's... It is a court case, Salinas versus Texas. I could read this whole thing. It doesn't matter. I can just sum it up. That it's bullshit. And we already know that, you know, one judge early last week said, one judge last week said that the NSA, you know, was probably unconstitutional. And a New York judge just the other day says, oh, no, it's cool. Well, do you expect a New York judge to say anything else, though? I mean, I didn't expect any judge to say anything. I, I knew it wasn't going, going to be uh, ratified unconstitutional. I knew that they'd figure out a way. Well, it's, the battle's not over because that's going to have to go up to a higher court now. So, you know, it's keep not, that in mind. Really, really? Do you yeah. think? Do you think they're going to beat the NSA? It's, it's the process we have in this country. Here, you want to get really pissed off about something? Here's one for no. you. <laughs> this is out of Pennsylvania. Let me read all this before you say anything. Uh, court: State trooper can't carry gun while off duty due to mental health record. Uh, <laughs> a Pennsylvania court. A Pennsylvania. Read, read, read that again. Read that headline again. That that was funny. Court. State trooper cannot carry gun while off duty due to mental health record. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's just. Let's just. Let... Hi, Mikey. Let's just. No, uh, that's it's not Mikey. It's Jessica. All right. Oh, you had another kid there. So yeah, let's just pick so. that apart. So you're 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 crazy as long as you're not off the clock. As when you're on the clock, you're sane. Right, exactly. Yes, that's that's basically what it says. So, a pe- right, read on, read on. A Pennsylvania court has declared that a state trooper who was previously hospitalized for depression should be banned from possessing firearm firearms while off duty, but should still be allowed to carry a gun while on duty, granting him special concession while serving the state, which he is not afforded as a private citizen. 
<laughs> I knew Dave would get a kick that out of this one. That is fucking hysterical. You got to tweet Ridiculous. that out. I got to read that. The Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania Superior Court ruled that State Trooper Michael Michael L. Keyes involuntary mental health treatment in 2006 bars him from possessing any firearms privately, but he should, he should still be allowed to carry a gun while on duty uh, while on official police business. Okay, so because I have this metal embossed badge. That has a number on it and my name and blah, blah, blah. That gives me special powers Yes. to not be crazy. Yes, it does. It, it, it means you're completely sane when you're in that police vehicle. <laughs> this is your government at work. Uh, I couldn't this believe when I saw this It's your judicial system one. and your government. <laughs> yeah, all right. That is fucking, you gotta tweet that out. I, I will. Gotta read that. Yeah, well, let me see. It's, it's an InfoWars one, but I'm sure if you search the name, you can pull up, uh, yeah, everything I, I, on it. I will get uh, corroborating evidence of that. Co- corroborating evidence. The four-toted ones. Lexi is being compared to Randy Quaid. Quaid? He, he yeah. also believes in a coffee can and a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tweeting it out to you right now, Mr. That's Jones. actually exactly what I was thinking of when I said that. What, Quaid? Was the gross ones. <laughs> Start the reactor, Quaid. <laughs> Get it going. So anyway, let's see here. Uh, so I found that amusing. I figured you would like that. I just tweeted it to you, <laughs> tagged you in it. <clears throat> I'm, I'm reading it right now. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a humorous one. I just came across that right before the show. Humor. Humor. So uh, the other thing I wanted to uh, touch on here tonight in the beginning is a, a, an article from the Brad blog. Our buddy Bradblog.com, Mr. Brad Friedman, and um, it's, it's a very pleasant article. It's uh, in less than a half hour. I signed up for Obamacare and less saved, than an hour. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, and I, sla- yeah, I saved three hundred a month, thirty six thousand dollars or thirty six hundred dollars a year. So as I read through it, I, I you know I had to I had to read it and try to get an idea of what Brad's thinking. Um, so let, let me read it here. This one, let me get all the way through. No, no interruptions here. It's not that long. All right. So, well, that, that was easy on Sunday, December 22nd, the day before the deadline for January, 2014 insurance coverage under the affordable care act. I signed up without a problem. I used the California exchange website. It took me less than an hour. I'll be able to keep the same provider I had previously and therefore the same doctor and I'll be saving almost exactly 300 a month, almost exactly, 300 a month or $3,600 a year. Sounds good to me. I had no glitches along the way, at least to date, and the process was quite clear and simple. This is so written how Brad would talk, or written mm-hmm. how Brad would talk. Uh, since, I'm in fairly, since I'm in fairly good health and haven't used much of the plan that I've had for years, I opted for a marginally high deductible in this new plan that I had previously, and the copay for most things will cost me about $15 more apiece. However, I could have had that, had an almost identical plan from the same provider and many others with the same deductible that I currently have and still have saved about $150 a month. For that matter, every plan offered to me that I was able to compare side by side on the exchange site, there were many to choose from, would have been less expensive for me than my current individual plan, which I've had for about 15 years. So Brad spent about an hour, and he he opted to get less. First, first of all, he used the California State website, which is not the problem. That's not the problematic website. The problematic website is, is the federal. Right. Website. 
Right. He had actually said on the I don't know if it was your show or or, or dangerous uh, conversation, but he had said the California state thing has been working all along. Right, and and that's one of the arguments they use for the people that hate Obamacare or people that are against Obamacare because states like Florida, people who are opting out of uh, of doing their own websites, is is why the government had to go do their website and blah 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 blah. So I don't know uh, if that's another angle he's taking in this story. Um, I just I don't see the point of paying for something I'm not going to use. First of all, for me personal, you know. Well, I was gonna, I saw that tweet uh, and I I came this close because at the end of his tweet it says yay right. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I save three hundred dollars a month yay. And I was going to reply back, yeah, you're all for socialized medicine. You're, you're, you're for taking money from other people and giving it to yourself because that, that, that $300 that you're saving is subsidized from somebody else. Right. I, I just, I, I, I didn't feel like getting into a Twitter war with him again. No, Brad getting into a Twitter war? That would never happen. Yeah. Well, he's a status true and true. And, uh, you know, he thinks, <clears throat> he thinks the answer to, Unaffordable health care is to make, which causes the insurance to go up. He thinks the, the, uh, answer to that is to make everybody buy insurance. That does nothing to answer the problem with health care. The high cost of health care. It's like, oh my god, car insurance is so expensive. Everybody's got to buy a car now. Oh, it just allows them to continue with the BS that's causing the high, the true problem, the true cause of the high health care, which is, um, you know the 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 lawsuits and the the increase in expense it, on the part on the equipment and the increase the, in drug it costs. Is, it is insurance itself that makes insurance uh, that healthcare so high. Right. Because if you, if you look if you look in the field such as um, plastic surgery, which is mostly not covered by health insurance unless you know there's cancer involved, but most of that is elective surgery. The cost of it has gone down. And the quality of it has gone up, like LASIK surgery, boob jobs, you know. Um, well, that's because they have to sell their product that's just not going to be paid right. for by the state or government. Right. If they were, if that was insured, you damn skippy, they'd have shitty jo- boob jobs and shitty eyeball eye jobs. Eyeballs. And, <laughs> they have shitty and it would eyeballs, cost, a, cost a lot of money. Uh, what I do want to play is something we always talk about is, and this will, it's not super long, but it's longer than the normal stuff we play here. Um, the top five conspiracies that are true. So I'm going to get this going so I can get Jesse a set of headphones, too, together. So um, I'm going to bring hey, you... Wait, wait. Well, can, I, can, I, can I make a request? What? Can you play the our new intro song after what you play? Yes, I finally figured it out and got it where it belongs. Right. I want to hear it like four or five times tonight. I, re- I realize what I forgot to do. So I'm going <clears> to <throat> mute you down. Let's hear the five conspiracy theories that are true. Uh, this was done by RT, so. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines a conspiracy as a secret plan made by two or more people to do something that is harmful or illegal. Now, usually when a topic of conspiracy theories is broached, there's a few eye rolls. But it's an undeniable fact that conspiracies are real. No, I'm not talking about the unfounded claims that reptilian shapeshifters are projecting Illuminati symbolism into our brains. I'm talking about real historical events that have been proven to be government conspiracies. 
Yes, believe it or not, this government has conspired against its own people on more than one occasion. So to go over just a few of the most shocking declassified government conspiracies, I'm joined by BTS producer Manuel Rapolo. What's How's going on? Good? What is up, man? Wait, so, I'm confused. We're not talking about reptilian <laughs> Illuminati shapeshifters? Man, did I give you the wrong yeah, costume? Yeah, I, I, I brought my costume. I thought we were going to do it. The whole I'm a lizard head. All right. Um, no, we're going to be talking about real conspiracies that have been declassified. There are so many to count, Manny. I know that we only picked out kind of the five craziest ones. Let's start with my favorite, Operation Northwoods. Let's start with the craziest. Why it not? It was a plan presented um, from Robert McNamara, the Joint Chiefs of Staff under President Kennedy. Um, obviously, we know at that time we were really irking for a reason to get into Cuba. So so what was this all about? Sure. So uh, that's dead on. You know, dead on. Well, the United States was really keen on going to war with Cuba. They needed the public support to do this. And uh, really, this, as far as conspiracy theories that have later on been revealed through declassified information, is really one of the scariest because it details what the United States is capable of just coming up with in terms of ideas. They needed the public support for a war with Cuba. Uh, this, of course, never happened. Thank God, because of what they were doing was uh, what they were planning to do was really, really scary. They were uh, talking about uh, staged bombings in Cuba, fake landings by Cuban troops. Uh, in they were, Florida, on it, U.S. soil. Exactly. They were planning to blow up an, an American ship. There was there was plans to hijack and crash an airliner. So that I, sounds familiar, right? But um, I mean, this is this is all thanks to declassified information that we found out thanks to none other than uh, Oliver Stone of all people, who um, you know through his. Uh, film JFK, kind of regalvanized that idea that we need to get the truth out about the JFK uh, assassination conspiracy. Uh, 1997 comes around 30 years after the assassination, and you've got, you know, thousands and thousands of declassified documents titled Operations Northwoods. What is that? And then come to find out that this was this huge conspiracy so this was that was never carried a out. a false flag attack that never happened. Right. Um, but it, the scariest part about this is that false flags are real and that this almost happened. I mean, it was presented all the way up in the chain of command up to the press. Yeah, I mean, thankfully they, Kennedy rejected it. But I mean, man, false that. flags. Uh, we, we talk about these; they're so often dismissed as uh, as conspiracy theories. Um, y you know, you can choose to buy in, into some or not more recent ones, but you can look back in the historical thread. Uh, remember and the main this own government, right? The was, Spanish, right. the, the Spanish American War, the, the Mexican American War. These were all uh, these were all started by false flag uh, attacks. Right, exactly. Uh, so it's not too crazy to, to talk about false flags as historical fact. Um, MK Ultra. This is something um, kind of searching for the perfect truth. No. Yeah. Uh, thinking that that was a possibility, and they just loved to dose people with acid, didn't they? MK Ultra is one of the craziest <laughs> ones. In fact, I've heard uh, references to whether I, I don't know if if the '60s counterculture influenced like MK Ultra or or vis a vis, but they were they were experimenting with all kinds of psychotropic drugs, LSD, uh, uh, barbiturates as well. Uh, they were uh, finding prostitutes, prisoners, uh, the mentally ill, and they were experimenting with all kinds of crazy drugs on people. And I mean, you don't find out about this until. Uh, much later on, when when mm. it's when it's found out that it was actually the CIA. Imagine that our government is experimenting on us. The world's acid supply no. or LSD, I think, at Never least in this country. And Never. you know, it is. It actually did spawn into the 60s because it's funny to see that this actually started in the 50s. So you just a picture FBI agents from the 50s dosing each other. I mean, it turned. This whole thing. <laughs> and if you've seen the, the, the movie The Men Who Stare at Goats, that's actually a pretty good example of that. That's kind of a film adaptation. And of there what, was more a subsect of MK Ultra where it's called Operation Midnight Climax, where they're actually drugging uh, kind of your average Joes and putting them in rooms with prostitutes and doing just crazy stuff behind two way mirrors and really twisted stuff there. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and, no, and, and it goes back to what you were saying, uh, you know, that trying to develop that perfect truth per serum. Tr I wonder uh, if they got that through spies. watching prostitutes. Um, let's talk about the craziest one prohibition alcohol poison. 
poisoning. I hadn't even I hadn't even heard about uh, no, I'd heard about prohibition. <laughs> I didn't know what the, the what was going on. So prohibition, prohibition going on in the 1920s, thanks to the 18th Amendment, of course, uh, banning uh, the wholesale of alcohol in the United States. Um, I had no idea until I started researching poisoning. what the FBI was doing under directions of the U.S. Department of Treasury, which was to poison hmm. alcohol. And there was actually uh, the New York City Medical Examiner at the time in 1926, Charles Norris. I wonder if they called him Chuck Norris. Never, never mind. Um, Charles Norris actually said uh, practically all the liquor that is sold in New York today is toxic. So it was known, even at the time, that the FBI, the government, was actually poisoning people uh, to... Look, prohibition was absolutely but unenforceable. Dave, right. the yeah, government the would time. never so poison us. We just kill them. Yeah, exactly. We're just gonna kill them. We're just gonna kill them. <laughs> um, no, it, it's crazy. Never do anything wrong. No, never, ever. Crazy. The stuff that they were putting in here was methane, formaldehyde, ammonia, arsenic, kerosene, acetone. That's um, paint thinner. Believable. Let's move on to Tuskegee, the experiment on. Um, Poor black citizens of the United States. Oh, they were calling them simpletons at the time. They were picking out uneducated, uh, poor uh, black citizens at the time. And it was basically infecting them with syphilis. Yeah, that's exactly what they were no. doing. This was going on the between 1932 and 1972. Um, they were inf they infected upwards of 400 uh, individuals, many of them women. Uh, 28 people died directly from the disease. Several children were born um, with with, right, with the disease, of course. And 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 it was horrible what they were doing to them. They were telling these these people that you know we're looking into with this mysterious new disease. Many of them didn't even know what was going on. They were told that they were being administered um, an, an antidote, but really they were just given aspirin. And they were conducting all sorts of experiments to find out how syphilis affects the black population. Really, really awful, awful things. And even and, and keep in mind this when this kept going well into the 70s, 1972, until it was discontinued. And it wasn't until 1997 under President Clinton, he was the first American like, president. You know what? Let's stop actually administering syphilis to black yeah, populations. You know what? You know what? Let's just not do that. Let's we're stop poisoning American yeah. citizens. And we're sorry. Yeah, that's pretty um, pretty terrible. And of course, Operation Mockingbird. You know, this was a program that uh, the CIA, FBI was inserting operatives within all the major media networks. I mean, we're talking about all no, that papers, happen. publications. Um, and, and the thing, my, my whole question is, is media? this still going on today? Because they've really permeated throughout the culture of the establishment media. And really, we see the establishment media today, they just parrot the establishment. I'm like, wait, has this gone full circle? Or did you guys do a really good job setting the, yeah, no, <laughs> the foundation here? That's ab it's absolutely right, because, I mean, this is Cold War mentality, and as we know, Cold was that for a second? It's almost over. What's up? Uh, did you see this this last week that the I think Conan Conan O'Brien put it out where the the all these newscasters were talking about the same exact thing. It was oh shit I can't remember but it was you could have one two or ten things and, and ever and they just like twenty or thirty different newscasts all throughout the country said the same exact line. Oh yeah, that's an old YouTube video. That that's been out for a while. I mean I don't know oh, if yeah? they I don't know if they just rebirthed it again. But uh Yeah that just shows to go you that uh shows to go you. I well I I always say that and they think I'm fucking up but I say that on purpose. But that just shows you that, you know, they really it, basically it's just nothing but you know, the, the the mainstream media just reports on nothing but uh, what they're told to report on. That's press, you know, just press releases. That's all they are. Yeah. They don't, nobody does any investigative reporting. Nope, not at all, not at all. Let's uh, well, let's 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 do Frank. Yeah, well, it's it's pretty much done. There's only okay. like another minute left or so. So I think this bullshit about uh, uh, whatever they were on there, the last one. 
Let's uh, let's play that intro again for everybody. Play the song. Play the song. Yeah, yeah. Mic check. One, two, one, two. Are you ready for this? Cause it's the first 52 Listen up if you wanna survive the ride Tune in the truth might change your life The simple power of truth One word rock the nation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 Saturday night conspiracy facts It's the first 52 with your host Sean Rack. The simple power of truth Join the conversation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 The IC's in charge Time to listen up Real talk mixed with music Meant to wake you it's up. The simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. That's your opinion. Bring your facts to Dave. He packs the pain. Foretold Jones's name. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Uncensored, uncut, and live. Truth talk with guests that might help you survive. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. See through the lies of the manipulation. First 52, listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in, the truth might save your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. So there we go with the new intro we got by Frank. Uh, I love it, man. I absolutely, absolutely love it. Came out perfect. I love the piano. Everything about it. It's yeah. conspiracy facts. Come on, man. We know how it That's works. <laughs> I know it's your favorite line. So I was like, "Don't give it away! Don't give it away!" <laughs> hey, you're the one who started it, man. I was going to keep my mouth shut until the until the show, but you're <laughs> yeah. the one who blew it out there. Yeah, so you that, put it out there. <laughs> I put it out there, of course. So that'll be our intro uh, from here forward. Finally. Uh, all the yes, all the uh, the old stuff is gone, and we're all ourself now, completely, one hundred percent. So Good. I'm happy about that. Uh, so I just wanted to bring up the top five conspiracies that are true, and then I have to ask Dave, if all those can be true, why can't chemtrails be true? Nine forty nine. Why can't they be? If 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 we were poisoning black citizens, if we were uh, uh, poisoning the alcohol to make people stop drinking. Because there's proof of that. Oh, okay. And that came out how many years later? How many years later did that come out? You can hear the girls giggling in the background. Oh, sorry. How many years, Steve? Just the other day. I think it was actually even Christmas. It was either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Right, I'm outside looking around, and there are fucking lines all over the place, right? And yep. I'm just like, uh, and I was going to call you up and be like, how could you tell me how many, how many planes... Uh, how how is it that a one plane can hold enough shit to go from you know horizon to horizon? It's imp it's it's physically impossible. No, it's not physically impossible. It is. And I didn't design it, so I can't tell you how they do it. But they do it. They're not literally they going don't. from horizon to horizon, Dave. It's well, just from the, the visible the eye, day. the way it spans across. All right. All right. All right. I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't either. Why are we doing this, Sean? He brought it up. Because it's fun to do. It's not fun with it's, Dave. It's no, a it's lot not. of fun with Dave. No, it's it frustrating. Is, really. It's really not. It, you think frustrating is fun, whereas everyone else does not. No, Dave feel thinks the frustrating is fun. No, he doesn't. That's a lie. What the hell was that? <laughs> Come 
Too early. I just cut the shit out of a uh, a uh, a song. Instrumental version, not an instrument, the acapella. Acapella. Ooh, that'd be interesting to hear. I um, all freestyle. Yeah, I saw that. Lexi's over here twerking. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> kind of very interesting. So, Colorado. One year later, thousands not arrested for marijuana, millions of dollars saved. One year ago, Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper signed an executive order ratifying the overwhelming Victory Amendment 64, the nation's first statewide vote to end prohibition, marijuana prohibition. At the moment, the person, personal use, possession, and home cultivation of small amounts of marijuana became legal in the centennial state for adults 21 years of age and older. The headlines over the last year have undoubtedly focused on the implementation of Amendment 64's unprecedented framework to regulate and tax sales of marijuana for to adults. After all, Amendment 64 doesn't simply remove criminal penalties. It creates the world's first legal market for marijuana, licensing cultivate, cultivate, cultivation. 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 Yeah. Drink. Yeah. Uh, processing and retail outlets. Reducing criminal penalties for possession, small amounts of marijuana, does not only address the inherent harms of prohibition, the enormous unregulated, unregulated market, the unequal application of the laws, especially for people of color, and unregistered products of unknown potency and quality. Moreover, creating the state-based market for legal marijuana sales raised the prospect of direct conflict with the federal prohibition. That issue, however, has basically settled... When the Department of Justice issued guidelines in August that gave Colorado a cautious green light to proceed without immediate threat of interference by the feds. Any questions yet, Dave? No. No? Well, you know, they say against the feds, but federal law trumps state law, which is not the way it's supposed to be, but that's the way they, uh, they make it. Well, that's not the way it's supposed to be, so. Right. In the midst of all the attention-grabbing focus on regulation and new tax revenue, we shouldn't forget that Amendment 64 removed criminal penalties and increased personal freedoms for Coloradians. A year ago, the regime of marijuana prohibition in Colorado was forever changed. Law enforcement and justice, culture and policies adapted to the will of the people. Judicial culture. Yeah, that too. According to the Colorado Center on Law and Policy, by removing criminal penalties, the state has saved anywhere from $12 million to $40 million over the last year. Others have estimated the state spending over $60 million enforcing the marijuana prohibition at the levels now legal, so the CCLP estimates is probably on the conservative side. Over the last decade, the state has averaged over 10,000 arrests and citations per year for minor marijuana possessions at the levels now legal in the state. Because of Amendment 64 and the simple decriminalization of marijuana in the state over the last year, 10,000 primarily young adults will likely not be hindered by the collateral consequences of a drug charge. Noxious Noxious racial disparities in the marijuana law enforcement will also likely decrease dramatically in places like Arapahu County, whose population is 10% black. African-Americans comprise 35% of minor marijuana arrests. In Denver, black were almost four times as likely to be arrested for low-level marijuana possession, even though there are no more likely to use marijuana than whites. 
In the metro areas, Latinos were twice as likely to be arrested for marijuana despite rates of consumption actually lower than both whites and blacks. So basically, what they're saying is after a year of legalized marijuana in Colorado, the state has saved money on enforcement of stupid-ass laws. Right. Uh, people are living their lives happily and not really causing any major problems. And right. they're not going to jail for uh, a piece of grass. You mean so lives aren't being ruined and people can continue to go do their jobs and not have to worry about being convicted fel- drug felons because of this plant? Uh, I'm sure the I, I'm sure there's some lives ruined by like the uh, the uh, cop car chasing lawyers that can't go make a uh, fifteen hundred two thousand three thousand dollars off of some dude for getting busted for some weed. So I'm sure there's some people that are suffering. Right, right, and I'm sure that yeah, the um. What used to be called Wackenhut, I can't remember what the name they are. If there are private prisons in um, Colorado, I'm sure they're hurting too, and their stocks are going down. Yes, I'm sure I would have to agree with that. Yeah. So it's it's all just a fucking game, man. Such a horrible thing that 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 uh, the police state is is being damaged by the legalization of marijuana. <laughs> yeah, and Uruguay just uh, yeah, Paraguay or Uruguay? Uruguay. 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 They just, like uh, now, it, now it's state sponsored weed. It's not like Colorado just says, okay, you guys can smoke it. Uruguay, the government's like, we're going to grow it. Yeah. And it's a dollar a gram. Yeah. It'd be six, $17 or $16 for a freaking ounce. Oh my. Could you imagine? I wonder if it's any good. If it's government weed. It can't be good. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they say that the weed that, well, what's his face? Who's the bald headed black guy that gets weed? Um, the talk show host. Um, I can never he remember his name. He gets state weed. He, no, gets, he, he, he gets federal weed. Yes, he gets the big drum. The, get, the big can with the three hundred. Yeah, he gets the three hundred a month or whatever. Who? Wait, uh, Montel Williams? Yeah, Montel Williams. Thank you. Yeah. Oh shit! Wait a minute. Really, he gets it? Because yep. I don't. I'm not sure he gets, he gets that. Federal I know there's only I'm there's only there's only there was only like ten of them that got it, um, and now there's only like three left. I'm uh, gonna Google that. Google it. I'm telling you, he gets it. He, there was a big thing like two or three years ago, I forget, it was on Fox, and they had one of the guys on, and they were talking about how he's one of the other people. Um, you know, I mean, he is a star. That would qualify him to be getting it. Yeah, I think he's just on medical marijuana. I don't think he's got... Uh, Let me know. You're looking. <coughs> so as Dave's looking, actually, you can look on look for that during the break. Let's take a break here, Dave. Um, it was, play it was, the song again. <laughs> I, we'll play it again before the end of the show. Um, right. It was a rough start, guys, but you are listening to the first 50 on RiseRadioLive.com, and uh, we'll be back with you in a couple minutes. It's knocking at our doors, turning all our children into hooligans and whores. This is for the whores. Sound off, return to glory, 
redistribute the fame American horror stories gonna rot your brain No, it's not the same, it's moving way too fast Notice how the good things in life don't last It's called the slow creep to socialistic views You political fools, they're gonna rob your shoes So let's make freedom hot, Mr. Conspiracy's back That's why I'm swinging my sounds on these liberty tracks So don't hold me back, cause that's how I roll When I return to heist, the mass system of control Cause they poison your health to make you accept the lies So I point it out before the masses die Why? With heist click, there ain't no stopping shit is popping like Mr. Wiggles. We torture genocide rappers for shits and giggles. I got a ride to blind you, and I will play God to this do not who signed you. I am obliged to provide the spine to switch all your jellyfish, don't try to hide, we'll find you. And when we do, don't act like a palamon. I'm just doing my job, Christmas Day at Valentine. I brand your motherfucking forehead with a dollar sign. Hands off Iran, liberty for Palestine. Joe from Maine's mom. I am not wearing pink stockings. I am wearing camo stockings with red toenail polish. Jeannie, you just said camo toe. And you are listening to RazRadioLive.com. Jeannie, what do you think of uh, your son's wife's big boobies? I am not going to say anything about that. About the best fireball is napalm. 
It has thick consistency like jam and is best for use on vehicles or buildings. Napalm is simply one part gasoline. Man, so this ain't three local choice. It's a universal single. They nickel and dime you with commercial jingles. I'm like Chris Kringle because I bring you gifts. It's with it, swift with it. Plus, I'm known to uplift with it. The spit your critics out of my mouth after I shoot them up. I'll be the most courteous, yes, and rude as fuck. At the same time, you never seen the simultaneous ish. This is spontaneous when I'm bringing this. Smacking these rappers, they just ain't up the bar. I make them want to run for a gun to send their car. Or throw a bottle, yes, and get real hostile. I pull out my Rambo knife and cut your juggler. Oh, you a dope MC? Then I'ma smuggle ya. Stuff you in your girl's pussy. The safe haven. Suckers want to talk horror, but they life ain't that way. They just write that way. Like Wes Craven. I'm Freddy Krueger with a beam. It ain't quite fair how I invade nightmares with bright flares. Wake you up with a Mickey Mouse alarm clock. Go blow when the bombs drop. The bombs drop. When the bombs drop on your house. Are you gonna lay there on the couch? Saturday, watching cartoons until two. Looking for Mr. Magoo. I said before the bomb drops on your house. I hope you open up your mouth and tell your kids to seek shelter in the basement. Nuclear winter is coming, I can taste it. When the bombs drop, I get to torture you and tell you all types of shit that you ought to do. And even impose restrictions on you. Even more than before, I'm spitting on you with the law. That's my motive, Lord, what a beautiful plan And you can't grow it, it's all as harmful as a pistachio I'd rather give little kids alcohol and tobacco Let them smoke till their lungs are black Get them drunk, make them want to scrap And bust, let them smoke till their lungs collapse Get them drunk, make them want to scrap You demon, I just apply the demand If they want to come and lock me up, give me a public trial, man Make it a referendum And I guarantee the people will rule in my favor That's called a democracy you just a smiley face slave. Sit down and behave. Clowns and suits, I just can't wait to get to touch them. Similar to an intercontinental ballistic missile button. When the bombs drop on your house, are you going to lay there on the couch? Saturday, watching cartoons until two. Looking for Mr. Magoo. I said before the bomb drops on your house. I hope you open up your mouth and tell your kids to seek shelter in the basement. Nuclear winter is coming, I can taste it. When the bombs drop, 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 You're listening to the first 52 with Sean Rass on Rass Radio. Believe almost all of what you hear, but be skeptical. <laughs> and Is that I can't... less insulting? Somewhat less insulting. So, somewhat less insulting. Yeah, we'll use it. Now we're actually live. Hello. Welcome back to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Wow. I just don't have my head with me tonight. Right? Right. I don't know why. It's you one of those things. that whole thing. Yeah. And we for no reason. To, yeah. Nobody could hear. It was dead air. It was lovely. <laughs> I was trying to keep it all going, and I didn't have it going right. Can't imagine me messing that up. Never would happen. Fortoad's finally deciding to come back to us. Glad you could join us there. I, w- I was on a phone call. It's not like he missed it. We're not doing a radio show or anything. I, I don't even want to tell you why, but I was in. A, I had to. Ta- I had to take this call. You had to take this call. I had to take this. Call. All right, I can understand that. So, did you get your break taken? You, you good now? My break? Yeah, you got a break. I'm on. good. Yeah, when I, I was I, from the time you saw me walk away until the time I came back, I was on a fucking phone call. Well, that sucks. That's not what you're supposed yeah. to do when you're on break. Yeah, it, I don't again, have you up I yet. Had to do it. 
And of course, on the other line here, chatting when we can't hear him, I can hear him a little bit in my headphone. Would be uh, Spicoli joining us. Oh, what up? Hey, who, who's the hottie in the background? There's, what there's up? Somebody. That's my sister-in-law. All right, it's well. my sister. Oh, that was the one I was talking about before. Yeah, and I thought it was Lexi for a second, and I was like, ah, hey, it wasn't Lexi. Well, she's over there too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't get to see the sister. Ah, no, no, she's right there. The she's sister. she's fucking hot in the background, right there. I don't there. see. Yeah, but. Uh, Eric is looking through a different camera yeah, than I am. Yeah, you're on a different camera than Dave. Your camera goes this way. Dave's camera looks at me, so he can't see that. Oh, there's Oh, hi. There you go. That's hi. Jesse. <laughs> so now everybody's met Jessica. Do you all feel better now? So anyway. Yes, I do. Although I feel the, much, much better. The listeners can't see what the hell they look like, but that's a whole other story in itself. Actually, you have a Twitter on. handle, don't you, Jess? Um, I've like, been on it twice. Oh, forget it. Fuck it. It's not worth even dealing with then. Plus, she doesn't know how to use a microphone, as you can all tell. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we did the Brad story, so let's get rid of that. Um, Eric, did you call in to bust my balls about chemtrails? Uh, well, you know what's funny? Hold up. Since you talked about that, hey, Sean, you know who's the ultimate chemtrail fucking conspiracy and person to put it out there? Who's that? Me? The, the, Na- the NASA program. Look at how, how those fucking... Those shuttles that they fucking launched put out chemtrails all over the goddamn, the, the Titusville, or, uh, I mean, the, the stratosphere. Cape <laughs> I mean, the stratosphere. Yeah. Uh, no, that's I mean, totally I mean, different. Are, are you saying from when they launched them, there's chemtrails? No, I, I'm busting his balls, cause I, I, I was just trying to tell him, cause Be a look dick. at, okay, every, every time, okay, every time a shuttle launches, look at the, the trail it leaves from the ground, like, completely to, you know, that would be, that would be jet atmosphere. exhaust. I actually have pictures of that, of that because I've seen it with my own two eyes. That I'd love to see. Oh, guess what? We'll never see that because we don't have a space program anymore. Well, I, I, I actually have pictures of the very last. What are you, what are you a communist? What do you well, don't believe in our, our exploration of the atmosphere? Uh, well, considering we retired all the space shuttles and we have no way of getting our ass up there anymore, then yeah. It's privately funded now, asshole. Exactly. <laughs> private. They, they haven't sent anybody up there yet. Yeah, well, what are you gonna get a fucking Russian to go up there in in, in our in our shoddy equipment built by what's that guy from Virgin Mobile? That guy. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> one of the private people doing it. And right He's now, right. in order for us to get to the space station to take care of our space station, we have to help arrive with Russia or China. So yeah, that's how we're getting there now. So, so, so why why does the government have to explore space? Why can't private entities? Do I that? don't have a problem. With, did I say there was a problem? All I said is we don't have a space program right now at all. You're you're just piggybacking with Anton Yelkin. I got you. Who the you're, fuck you're is cool. Anton Yelkin? Who? Hey, he's some, he's some Russian dude. Don't some, don't some bring Russian any intelligence dude. into this conversation. Well, you're not, I don't think <laughs> well, we'll the get NSA's any. NSA's already listening, motherfucker. Yeah, you that guys is already true. Brought a red flag on every motherfucker on this program. Yep, <laughs> that is very very true, Spicoli. Yeah, Eric, you called in dangerous conversation before you called into this place. <laughs> yeah, so I'm already red flagged. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so I, as I was setting up for tonight and trying to find like uh, a good list of the conspiracies of this year, um, it just kept coming up with all these different uh, conspiracy general generalized stuff. And the one that really got me, <laughs> I had to read this. It's from the New York Magazine. It says, the truly paranoid style in American politics. Uh, must read, from the JFK assassination to weather control and the New World Order, order 50 years of conspiracy theories. Oswald didn't kill Kennedy alone anyway. These, may have, these might have helped. 
The Nazis came from Middle Earth and possibly still live there. Moon landing was a hoax, and the moon itself is probably an alien satellite. We are sheeple and our overlords lizard aliens. Harry Truman or- ordered this alien cover-up, the Majestic 12 and Area 51. A global government is waiting in the wings or under the Denver airport. So that's just like the top ones they list there. And it's funny, I like how they, and you'll see this whenever they talk conspiracies, they always mix, you know, truthful things that are very, very feasible and have to throw in like the crazy fringe stuff in the mix. Uh, and as I was reading through that, I'm sure you caught on the ones that were like the crazy fringe ones. Um, do you think the Nazis came from the middle of the earth, Dave? I do not. Okay. I actually think that the, uh, what, what was that, the middle earth where uh, the hobbits came from? That's where the Nazis came from. That's, that's, that's where they came from. That, that's what that one was saying, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and, of course, a global government is waiting in the wings or under the Denver airport. That's pretty freaking feasible, considering uh, the, the government contingency plan puts the people there, you know, to uh, try to protect and, and keep continuity of government. Of course, we've got, I think we have, Buzzy, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. What's up, buddy? Uh, I just want to make a quick comment here. The reason why private entities, so to speak, aren't allowed to explore space, for the simple fact is that the private people will actually see what the, our governments and other governments are doing up there. Well, they are allowed to. That's what we've moved to, and that we actually. When's that first one supposed to be launched, Dave? Do you know? Well, they've been doing. They've been going to the edge of space. Um, I don't know when they're actually doing a full launch. It's you know, it takes a while because it took took our space program you know decades before they uh, landed on the moon. It's going to take private industry a while too, because they don't have unlimited funds. Right, but they are working on it, Buzzy. You know that, right? Buzzy, oh, okay. oh, there you are. Yeah. The- the the guy from uh from Virgin Mobile I, I can't remember his name for the life of me he's in all the commercials Richard Banks or yeah, Richard Branson Branson yeah he he's been working on it he, he's actually got the one that's been flying up to the edge there right Dave yeah yeah uh, I forget the name of it uh but yeah they they've actually gone up there a couple times it basically glides down you can you can experience space travel by gliding down basically yeah that that's that one but they're working on trying to get us into space and be able to go to the space station be able to go to the moon things like that um so you know that's that's what they're working did we lose buzzy sorry about his I luck I, I lost video when when he called so yeah i got him back i was having a little connection issue there yeah i better there you are buzzy so uh i was there i believe it when i see it well you 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 can see it they're they're working on it but I get your point though, and that does make a lot of sense because um, they don't want the prime. That's why we can't just go to any satellite and, and use their satellites to look down at the Earth wherever we want to, because then we'd be able to look at things that they don't want us to see. Uh, even if you go to Google Earth or the other satellite programs out there, if you go to certain areas, it's kind of blacked out. You can't see it. Um, even Area 51, you can barely get in there too close. Uh, so they or, already have restrictions. Go ahead. Or you can see a dead body of, of some, some guy's kid. Yeah. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Google Earth. So. Uh, I do know you cannot see my house from Google Earth. It's there, Buzzy, but it's Buzzy, under, it's under see, some trees. Yeah, it's Buzzy, I can see you shaving your ball sack from Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I have, have a number. Right on air. Go on. Oh, no, we don't want to do that. 
Go ahead, Dave. I have, I have a number of pictures of different vehicles. I have a boat. This is all from Google Earth or Google or um, what's that thing that they have? Street View. Google Earth or Google Maps. Oh, I have a picture of my motor, of my boat in Long Island, my boat here in Tampa, my motorcycle, my Suburban. There's actually a picture of me at the front of my old job out in my car. A guy actually saw the Google car going by, and I was like, what the fuck is that? That's and I got the a picture of me. one, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what they catch on that. They do update is- their pictures from time to time, I know. Yeah, every once in a while, and you, you never. And that's the other thing I don't like is because um, if you try to go on there and consp- compare different things, you, you can't get a date. You know, I've tried to look at this airport that's near me, uh, the small private one, and right. uh, there's no date on it. Like you can't tell when the photos are from. Well, that's the free version. If you actually pay for certain versions, you can get that you info. Can get, you can get updated. And some number. of the free versions, if you look at like Google Maps or anything like that, I, I used to love Google Maps, but even when you look at that, I, I looked at my house and the house. Uh, picture that had was at least a year and a half old, at least. Yeah, I, that's like I look at my pro- where I live here, and I can tell that it's older because of certain vehicles that yeah, are here. And, yeah, I mean, because I live and work here, so I know every single vehicle that's here, and I know what ones were and aren't anymore. Well, I had a, I had a wreck. I'm actually about to pay off my car in the next month and a half, and it was a three year loan. So uh, I looked at it about a year and a half ago, and it still showed my previous vehicle, which so it would have, it would have been about a two year difference. Right. So that was the uh, you know, that was the picture coming from the the Google Earth. Well, but I, I could still I could still see Buzzy shaving his ball sack yeah. though. Still, <laughs> as we all know, <laughs> you know they keep us in the dark. So Buzzy, uh, they are some awful big balls. You can see them from space. <laughs> so Buzzy, how was your holidays? Wow, real good. I had a week off. Gained, I think, 10, 15 pounds. You didn't pick up the wrong trailer coming back from vacation, did you? Oh, no, no, no. All right, good. Just want to make sure. Not, not, this, not this week, anyway. Yeah, it's not like you've never done that before. I hope not, anyway. I ain't looked, to be honest with you. But... <laughs> That's what happened to you last time. Well, no, I hate that when it happens. <laughs> but as far as them chemtrail deals, I've been noticing a lot of chemtrails. I really have. I've been taking pictures of them. And uh, they're not contrails. They don't do contrails in... Uh, Tic-tac-toe patterns, so to speak. Yeah, you've got some good pictures that you've got recently, Buzzy. Do you see those Kim so, trails that say, I love Jesus? Have you ever seen those ones? He sees those all the time. He sees those in a suit. Oh, yeah, I see them all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Google Earth over my house. Google Earth over your house. Yeah, this is I love Jesus. The CIA can do mind control. Oh, Dave, here's one. I'm reading through this list. TWA Flight 800 was hit by a missile. That's no. On, that's on this list here. It wasn't. It was hit by three. Three missiles. Oh. Actually, it wasn't even ever hit by missiles. They were airbursts, so they exploded out, you know, next to the the aircraft, not they were hitting cluster it. missiles. Yeah. Well, I, I forget what they're called exactly. They're they're proximity. That's what they're called. Proximity missiles. They explode. It's a missile that it explodes into smaller missiles when it explodes. Okay. Right. Did you see the uh, the uh, the documentary? Yes. Yeah. Um. I know you did, though, but Eric. Yeah, it's because I haven't seen that. No, no uh, I, I haven't watched a documentary in a good hot second. It's been about three months I've watched any documentaries. That's one. It's actually pretty, it's a good one. It, it's, I've seen a, you know, I watch, I got nothing but time, but I watch a shitload of them, and that's one of the ones that really started to piss me off again. Uh, uh, mostly because I was in. In Frozen State. And, Cut. uh, I remember it well. He was in New York, he was saying he froze up there for a second. I might have yeah, the. So- you mean you don't have anything but time in your hands, buddy? That's it? No, man, I'm retired. 
Yeah, no, I, I was just busting her balls there. That was more of a. So you hear the upper upper deflection in my voice? That was a sarcastic. Yeah, you're not retired. You're not retired. Right. You're disabled, asshole. There's a difference. <laughs> there is I a don't difference. Have to, I don't have to work anymore. What's the difference? Oh well, you, you got a point there. You pull in a good. My mom's my mom's on permanent disability too. She pulls in a nice check, so I, I know what that's like. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do a that. Nice check, but uh, I got to figure out how to okay. get on that shit. So. Sean, Sean, hold it's up. not worth it. Wait, let's let's address this. Say What's you up? couldn't do it, but if you were forced to do it and had to do it, uh, I think Fortoed. I'm not gonna say he he can't do certain jobs, but there's few jobs he could do some jobs. So I'm not gonna you know say that Dave. Whatever, Dave. You know, more more power to you. You don't have to work. That's cool. Uh, my mother, again, has some mental issues that she could probably work and do some jobs, but she just chooses not to do. So, more yeah, it's hereditary. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> exactly. she's got you mental know, I'm issues. Mental, I'm a mental fuck. She's got mental issues because she raised you, Dave. Well, Dave, how old are you? Dave, how old are you? I'll be 46 in two weeks. Okay, well, fuck you. You still haven't paid it your dues. She's in her late fifties, so you know she's cool. She got let she me got ask disability question. status. Do you really? Do you know how much money I made in my life? I'm just busting your balls. Don't start <laughs> arguing with me, motherfucker. I know you want to argue with everybody. Because you started I money, you have asshole. I still don't get it. I don't make that much money, so I can't say anything. Dave, how much money have you seen in one place at one time? Besides your falsified money, how much? How much money? How much cash have you have you seen in one place at one time ever? Not a not a lot. I I have personally held a hundred thousand dollars in my hand. Was it yours? Uh, kind of. <laughs> kind of. He stole it for a little bit, and he said I it was, was mine. I, I was selling, yeah, I was no, selling. don't be talking about that uh, alleged. Uh, uh, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> I, I might have been selling something. So. Uh, see that? So it really wasn't yours. You were just changing hands. But it was mine for the for the period of time where I had it. <laughs> the, period. I needed to get else. the period of time I was holding it, it was mine. It was all mine. But actually, right. when you look, let at me that ask you a question. For that period of time, could you have used it for something else? I could have. Uh, yes, yes. Would you have yeah. lived but any you, longer than a week? But if I would have used it for something else, I might have had a, a gun to the back of my head at some point. Yeah, then it wasn't yours. More than likely, <laughs> exactly. No, but but even besides that, at, at uh, my own. At, at my best time, I might have had, you know, five grand in cash. But even besides that, with, uh, talking about even personal business and on, on alleged, you know, type of business like that, it, it would be very easy to have, uh, $20,000 on hand and, which is a very small. Well, look All right, so let me, let me know. ask you this. How much money have you spent at one time? Me personally, let's see. Uh, I mean, what, what are we talking about? Ever on anything, including, I spent you know, a, business? I expense? spent a quarter of a million dollars in one signature. One signature. I mean, so not, you didn't even have the money, you just used the, the check. I spent 50, exactly. I spent 50 grand to get, you know, 250 grand worth of shit one time. So, you I've know. never spent anywhere near that. I think the most Wait, I've ever what? spent in one time, unless we're counting buying a car, if we're just talking buying shit, I think uh, the most my, I've, I, I, I'm talking about buying a house. Yeah, I think the cruise tickets so is probably like the most. So you like laid down like that was sitting in your account and you bought it. Outright. Are you talking about me? It was a mortgage. Well, that's different. That's yeah. a loan as well. I spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Well, yeah, I, you, I laid you down borrowed two hundred fifty. I laid down fifty thousand dollars in cash. No, I borrowed like seven hundred fifty thousand. If after the course of it would have been over, I laid down fifty thousand dollars in cash to get two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of product. Yeah, that you know what, dude. 
don't haven't you heard about Edward Snowden and people are listening and <laughs> the NSA? Hey, well, keep your fucking mouth shut. Did you did did you, did you ever hear what product they said? I was talking about clams. Doesn't matter. All, 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 all they need all they need to do is is all they need is is the su- suspicion. Yeah. Dave, you don't, don't you even don't need that. Nowadays, Dave, they don't even need that. You don't know my about lifestyle, do you? Yeah. He eats a lot of clam. <laughs> I eat a lot of clam. Dude loves clams. Loves I clams. Fucking love them. So, Buzz, you're back on the road now, right? Yep. How, how many I'm days now? Two days. I don't have been on the road. I left uh, last night. Oh, so you just got back on the on the on the job then? What yeah. state you in? All together, shit, over 28 years. You're going on 29. It's coming no, April. We're not talking about all together. What state are you in? What state are you in? I'm in Georgia. Not... No, mental state. What mental state? <laughs> so, what, are you coming down here to get tomatoes? <laughs> now, wait a minute. I'm getting two people asking me to do what now? Are you on your way to Florida? Uh, well, yeah. What are you getting? Tomatoes. Uh, uh, tomatoes when I get down there. <laughs> GMO tomatoes. But I'm bringing office furniture to I mean, Florida. Do you, do you ever haul dildos? Uh, no. Why do you need one? <laughs> no, I've just seen if you can you know, have a couple fall off the back of the I, I, can, I, can, I can stop and pick you up a butt plug if you really need one that bad. It'll be coming right by your house, so. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, might help. Well, no, I won't be going right by his house. No, I won't. Well, you can I take decided it. which way I'm going here. I heard, I heard, uh, I heard, uh. Drop them off I-4. Just, you know, uh, uh, you know, a box can fall off the back of your truck on I-4 while you're driving through. Well, I heard Scotty tell you to take 75 straight all the way down. Or the yeah, I do that sometimes. It all depends. Or Otherwise, it? I take 10 to 95. But it all depends on the time of night, how tired I am, because if you go down I-95, there really ain't, there's truck stops, but there's no parking. Yeah, don't take so, I-4. Don't take I-4. Otherwise, I ever. take 75. Yeah, yeah 75's take, got good uh, truck stops, too. Don't take I-4 ever. No, I-4 all. sucks balls. I hate I-4. I used to, I used to I-4 all the time, but not anymore. And we take it when we go to Jacksonville. I hate that cross there. So, uh, uh, As long as you go through Orlando and all that uh, before rush hour, you good. Yeah, sometimes. Like two to three o'clock in the morning, you're all right. Two or three, yeah, you're right there in the morning, but uh, as long as daylight's there, don't fucking touch I-4. I hope this is uh, queued up here. I'm officially bored. It was hour, afternoon rush hour. I go all the way. truck driving talk here. You just got to know how to time it. Time it right. All right, so, so I got a story here I want to talk about. I'm waiting for the uh, pre-roll to finish pre-rolling. Uh, let me give you a quick promo, and I'm going to hang up. Okay, go ahead. Hey, everybody, this is Buzzard Bob. You listen to RazRadioLive.com with Lexi Raz, Sean Raz, and Dave. And Dave, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Thank you, Buzzy. That was nice. Very nice. We'll talk See to you later, later, Buzz. Thanks. Oh, I think he hung up already. So there goes Buzzard. Always enjoy having Buzzy on for Cup Man. So, um, MIT researchers discover possible vaccine for post-traumatic stress disorder. Let me repeat that. MIT researchers discover possible vaccine for post-traumatic stress disorder. Really? Come on. Yeah, really. Let's see what they say. Health Watch, a new discovery that could possibly protect soldiers in battle from post-traumatic stress disorder. Ah, oh, that's Please. such a good thing. Sarah is back with more on this promising new research. Good morning. I know. This is something that's definitely needed. Yes. Symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, 
they can be terrifying. And, uh, you know, we've had a lot of people that we've talked with as well that have even been in our studios that have talked about the difficulties. They can disrupt your life and make it hard to complete daily activities. But now, thanks to science, a vaccine may soon prevent PTSD altogether. It's a breakthrough that could help thousands of American soldiers returning from dangerous deployments. Researchers at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology believe they may have discovered a vaccine to prevent post-traumatic stress disorder. What it's going to do is they'll still have perfectly strong memories of the event. They just won't have the, the bad health consequences. The key is a lesser-known hormone produced by the stomach called ghrelin. Kai Goosens, an assistant professor of neuroscience with the McGovern Institute for Brain Research, says ghrelin is tied to stress. During experiments, researchers found rats given a drug to stimulate ghrelin levels became more susceptible to fear, but by blocking the receptors, researchers reduced fear. So our work actually suggests that if you could, if you knew somebody was going to be potentially exposed to a trauma, that putting them on a drug that could block ghrelin might actually lower the incidence of things like post-traumatic stress disorder or depression. MIT research. And how do, how do we sell that? If we if we know someone's going to be subjected to possibly being in a stressful situation, then we'll give them this vaccine. Um, isn't life the potential of having a stressful situation? Essentially, they're saying that they're going to block out all fear-based emotions with this vaccination. Yeah, we got another. So way. basically, you're you're altering the way that the human emotion reacts. Right, to you're altering the brain. So when you put somebody in a war zone, and now they have no no sense of fear or emotion there i mean they're going to function different differently there as well wouldn't they or no just in the case that they might experience trauma I, I, come on i'm not sure on that well here let's hear what they first rest of, of all that's dumb let's hear the rest of what they got to say here okay so. fine researchers are working on a clinical trial in collaboration with massachusetts general hospital I mean, we work with veterans <laughs> returning from uh, um, the gulf wars uh, primarily iraq and afghanistan and uh the possibility of giving someone uh, a soldier who is uh, Vulnerable or not vulnerable, I mean, that's one of the things we're going to look at uh, to, to give them a vaccine and have them go off and possibly prevent the formation of PTSD, which is really one of the big issues that we're struggling with with the returning um, uh, veterans. Goosen's views the development of a preventative strategy for treating stress-associated disorders as a huge leap forward. But MIT researchers also have hopes that the blocking of ghrelin might be able to help people after a trauma has already occurred including unexpected sudden trauma, a terror attack like the Boston Marathon bombing, terror. or surviving a natural disaster, surprise devastation that leaves a family struggling to rebuild, even a history of child abuse. Our work is not so trying everybody. to generate um, people or animals that are fearless or somehow um, get rid of their traumatic memories. What we're trying to do is simply um, prevent those traumatic memories from leading to post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh my God. So a lot of uh, work obviously still to be done, but approximately 7.7 .7 million Americans have been diagnosed with PTSD. So if something can be done, this would be extraordinary. And yeah, you don't know what could be done? They Stop all had our... a straight face. You know, I know. You know right. on this. While, while we're on this topic though, what, what's the biggest bullshit that I see is that PTSD is now the the catalyst for saying that you can't do something. 
Yeah, that's, you can't own a gun. You can't do whatever, this job. Whatever, you can't whatever do. it is. It's a catalyst for saying, well, you've served and you did exactly what we wanted you to fucking do. But yet we're going to tell you that you can't do something else because blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, and then they get you on medication for it to control your emotions. And, you know, as an EMT, when I was young, we used to have the, the stress to teams To me, it come sounds in. like a permanent psychotropic just being injected into your system and like, oh, let's see what happens. You know, <laughs> and I, I don't, I, I don't want to start shit and not, uh, he probably isn't even listening, but Big Sarge, I'm not too much of a fan of Big Sarge. I know he's called in a bubba a lot and everything like that, but out of the people, I feel like he's more of a, uh, a PR, uh, uh, wounded veteran rather than actually providing a, a real service. Like, you know, yeah, so I, I don't know him that well, so I can't really, you know, respond to that. I, I know he's got a book right. out there, so I've never read it. Right. Um, uh, I haven't read his book either, but from, out of what I've seen from him being, uh, out there, just basically tr- trying to provide his story for himself rather than to benefit people who've actually been wounded. There was a movie I was going to watch earlier. It was kind of weird. It was a, a, it's called Comedy Warriors, and it's actually with uh, Louis Black, uh, Zach Galifianakis, uh, Bob Saget, and it's a bunch of comedians trying to help some wounded veterans through, uh, I guess, the you know healing through humor, uh, just trying to help them cope with what's what's going on, and also not that they're trying to help the the veterans be c- uh, comedians or anything like that, but um, I'm sorry, I'm, che- I'm not trying to be insensitive. But when you join the army or the marines or the navy or whatever, and these sorts of situations happen to occur, even though they might not be your choice, but you're part of it now. You should were, know. Were you expecting this not to happen? And were right, you right, expecting right. Like to you... be drugged into not having to feel the emotional pain of your well, actions? I mean, besides, is that what besides, we're trying to do here? Is just block yeah, that you, shit out? I mean, besides what if the you're fuck? Drugged, it's like if you lose four limbs, you know that you went into... It, you, you went into a fucking battle zone. That's what you went into. So again, I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to put empathy on, on these people and saying, yeah, let me, let me, uh, you know, make sure I express mad emotion because, you know, I understand a war vet. I, I understand the, the perception of knowing that a lot of the homeless people that I encounter throughout the streets probably had to do something with, not every single one of them, but, you know, well, 25% one of, of the people had One to of do- the things about it with me is, you know, PTSD can be caused by anything and it's not just war vets, it's, Law enforcement, it's, it's AMTs, it's firefighters, but now they're, they're giving it to everything and everyone. Um, that stupid football guy that was trying to sue for getting bullied, they said he had PTSD. It's become one of those, uh, diagnoses like, um, ADHD or, uh. It's a label. It's yeah. a label. That's what it is. And it's, it's a to, designer diagnosis. To get what a it is. drug put in you. That's really what it all leads to. All those different things like that. It all leads to getting, some and kind more, of pharmaceutical. Yeah, and exactly just, what you exactly what you just said. It's more of a, uh, you know, it's a whatever the industrial complex of the pharmaceutical company that just needs to label you with. That's why I continue to not even take Tums. I think the last pharmaceutical drug I took was Tums. That's about it. Every and, single uh, person on the planet living 
<laughs> could go to a doctor and try hard enough to get diagnosed with something yeah, wrong with them. Very that. easily. Very oh, wait, easy. And, and, and they don't even, they don't go in any tests. They say, uh, how do you feel? I feel fucked up. Here, oh, take this. Yeah, you this are fucked you. up. Here's a drug for that. Right. <laughs> if that was, if that was for the cannabis, I would do, and which, how it pretty much is in California, I know, but, uh, if that was for the cannabis treatment, I would be the exact same way. Oh, oh, I'm hurting. Oh, give me a, give me a prescription. Oh, you know, like <laughs> that, that would be the, uh, and, you know, for Toad, I know that if you're living in a different state, you would be able to get your, you know, uh, prescription not, if you were need to do. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm not concerned about the prescription. I, as exactly, a, fact, just a, exactly. a week ago, somebody was trying to get me to sign the, uh, the ballot, and, I, and I'm like, hey, I don't read. I'm not registered. Wait, hold on. Did you not sign it? I did not sign it. All right. Well, fuck you. you No, I know. I know some other people who are who are very into this, uh, who have been on the selling side of it, who don't want to sign it either. Well, if you're a seller, yes, I can understand the seller. Hold on. Hold on, Eric. How many guns have you bought? I understand what you're talking about on there, but I'm not gonna. I'm first of all, I'm not going to sign up for the license. I understand what you're saying that the guns are going to be does, an issue for you. Having what does a it say? On, what does it say on the on the sheet when you when you're filling out? Have you done or 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 uh, whatever it says about illegal drugs? I understand what you're saying, but you can also deny and if you that, lie done, on that thing, they'll take your fucking permit away. I know somebody hold on, hold on, who's who's close on. to us who's got who got their fucking permit taken away for a DUI. Hold on. I understand what you're talking about. I'm not letting them know nothing anymore. I understand, I understand <laughs> nothing. what you're talking about. But, nothing. But the, but the nice right about you being somebody who might want to fit through some loopholes, you don't need to actually divulge every single bit of information that you need to. But the other people who oh, do, you can, lie, Here, go ahead. you can lie. <laughs> you can lie in a form. And, you can lie in a form it, and it could be completely justified. I mean, how many times do you lie in your well, taxes? I'm sure I did lie single... on the form, but I don't. There's no proof of that. But signing but, that petition or getting a license to be able to have marijuana would be proof of it, then, and then the Fed can come exactly. for you. But but they shouldn't exactly. be able to anyway. We I'm talked not about this two weeks ago. Hold on, hold on, Dave. Let me bring up a current subject. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, my my no, signature no, no. is not going to make a difference. No, all right. But Dave, Dave, every gun I bought in the state of Florida. There's no registration to that. So really, I might have sold every single gun that I have, and they don't know that. But so. they can still take your true. permit this is what he's true. saying, though. They could right. take my this permit, is... yes, but still, yeah. besides that. You ain't taking my permit. <laughs> you could take my permit, yes. But <laughs> the, 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 the thing I say all I, the time is they could try. <laughs> I've, carried a gun, hold, I've, I've carried a gun every day for the last three years. I have not had a single person approach me. I've not had, you know anybody asked me about anything so it, that means you, you carry responsibly because it's exactly. not visible exactly so when you want to talk about that even even if i had an illegal gun whatever i do i do you know so but, well that's the thing is I, I i've carried an illegal weapon a lot longer than i've carried legally and i'm not going back to that uh, it shouldn't it shouldn't Legendary. even come to a, to a question you know, of uh, so. legal or not legal if you it's ridiculous well, it's you shouldn't need a license up. So on the Alan, you appreciate. All right, so um, this happened. Oh, hold on, I want to say what we were talking about about this drug for uh, PTSD. It reminds me of a, a year or two ago. I tweeted out, and I even Scott had mentioned it on what, the show. Drug addiction. No, this this uh, thing I call I found called FutureStates.tv, and it talks about it, it's all the it's like these ten fifteen minute vignettes 
of what the future could possibly oh, be. Oh, yeah, I remember one you telling me about that, yeah. One of them is about this soldier that comes back after traumatic tour of duty and takes a new medication that can selectively erase memories. That's what they want you to do. That's what will eventually happen, is they're trying to make you into an automaton so that you just can go out, do shit for the state, and come back and then go to work. Yeah, and everything will be okay. You won't have to nope. face the consequences of what you did. You know, can I can I mention on a little bit on this subject right here? I've been experimenting with my own type of substances throughout the last you know couple months, quitting weed, uh, mm-hmm. you know, starting to eat better and other things like that. And talking about what your your subconscious feels is a lot different than when you eat better. Uh, you don't put certain things into your body. The way that your body responds, especially while you're in an alternate state of of consciousness, whether it be drunk, asleep whatever it it it's slightly different um and i i know that i I mean sean and lexi you guys eat fairly well i know fortoed tweets about eating mcdonald's and shit every once in a while so i'm sure he probably eats all right but i don't know that guy uh, nearly as all right as i want to (laughs) right but um eating better and living better I, i actually think represents your subconscious a little bit more than than even doing a yoga you know, uh, a meditation or anything like that, it, which would also help in, in how you live your life. But just even providing yourself with the proper nutrient is, is, it, it, just completely is, is bar none to anything else. Well, I'll say this. I, I took a, I took a very unusual, uh, binge, 2.30 in the morning binge the other night and ate a whole tray of Taco Bell tacos and I'm still, <laughs> Trying to you recover. shit your brains out, did you not? I, I'm still trying to recover from it. I've still had stomach issues all week from eating that crap. It's unlike yep. anything I've ever seen. And I love so it. Ridiculous. It tastes so good, but I just can't, you know, it's the first <laughs> time I've had Taco Bell in over, over a year. It was not, not worth the payout. This was almost a reference. Hold on. Fortoed had, he tweeted something a while ago about that. Same thing. Same exact fucking thing. He said he ate, I ate uh, Taco Bell tonight and now I'm paying for it. It's yep. like, well, yep. I mean, what did you expect? You ate Taco Bell. Like, I'll eat Subway. It was Someone 2.30 in the morning. Be... I was drunk. I uh, you, hold up. Uh, all right. Yo, if you're it's say, you know, you could, you could say the same thing. You know, I drank fucking half a bottle of Captain Morgan last night, and what did I expect to happen the next day? I feel like shit. I shit you... my pants, and I, I can't wake up. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm running at 50%. Of course I know what's going on. I know, the, you know, the outcome. Yeah. Like, I knew it something... that night. I knew it. I knew when we went through that drive-thru, I said, I'm going to regret this. <laughs> if you're 2.30 in the morning and can't still handle your buzz, I mean... You you should go to sleep on the empty stomach. Besides that, Taco Bell, because I know you know open late nights. And oh no, all I, that, I handle my buzz most of that night for the most I'm part, like, right, honey? I'm just saying, Taco yeah. Bell. <laughs> oh, you were fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it got better after you left, Dave. <laughs> sorry, oh, yeah. sorry about that. Sorry about that. Defiling of your house, so, but that's okay. I'm sorry. I didn't see any of it. I, I am so my sorry. The next day. I am really sorry. <laughs> Did you turn the cameras off? Is the question. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Lexi was all worried about I cameras. I don't want to see that shit, man. <laughs> Seriously. So speaking of cameras, why is there only, uh, you know, Lexi's not in view, but her hot stepsister, or I mean your stepsister is not in view. I don't know what the hell happened to Jess. She's hanging out with the kid. Oh, she's hanging out with the kid. The kid won't stay in bed. So she went to watch cartoons with him. Uh, fuck. Before, you know, it's been so long since we've done a show and I don't, I don't remember what we got to when we had Brad on, Dave. So if I'm bringing up something that we've already discussed the week we had Brad on, uh, just remind me of that. Cause there's a couple things that I don't know if we touched on. I, I know we touched on the 15, uh, wedding party goers, right? But, but when we had Brad on, 
Oh, the uh, the, the drone strike. Yeah. I don't know if we touched on it, but it, it, that warrants saying it again. Okay, we can say it again. Fifteen people are going to a wedding killed by U.S. drones in Pakistan or Yemen. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just it's, wait. Weren't they? Weren't they all insurgents? No, they were just going to a funeral of a uh, wedding. Just a wedding. Nothing. Are you nothing. sure? Because yeah. isn't drone strikes supposed to be surgical precision? Yes, they are. Well, imagine imagine if Yemen flew a drone into the U.S. because of what we were doing there, and they killed a bunch of American citizens on their way to a wedding. If surgical precision was right, wouldn't Benghazi would have been a little bit better? Yeah, you'd think. Yeah. You would think. So, yeah, you know, we and we wonder why this keeps going on. All we're doing is creating. I, we did talk about with this Brad. With Brad, I remember discussing it with Brad directly, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's worth saying again, you know, we shouldn't be doing the things we're doing over in other countries because we wouldn't allow that here in our country. So why, we, why do we think it's okay to go do that in their country? Why is it, is it morally right for us to do that? I know people of that would say we have a moral obligation to do it's that. Fr- it's further away from us. That's the one thing about it. Like, it's not right here in our own we backyard. we kill them over once, there before once, they kill us over here. Exactly. Once you, once you see shit over there, it's, it's really easier to cope with. Wherever we're at, because I, I still, I, I try to talk to it to no end about people. Uh, my boss even says, well, we need military bases certain places. I'm like, well, why, why do we need a military base a certain place? It's like, would you not rather those, you know, personnel be over here to help our country here on our American soil? No, that's not what the status would want. The status would want us to be over there killing them before they come over here and kill us and do 9-11 all over again. Yeah. What Afghanistan person came here and did anything to us? What Yemeni person did anything? What um, Egyptian? What's the other Qaddafi? What, what Libyan person came over here? Nobody. It's just because they have resources that the elite want and to control. Well, as you know, the duck fucks were uh, getting uh, all the news and press over the past week and a half, two weeks. Uh, you know, a lot of different other things had happened that and had come out. And I, Jack Blood had put this tweet out, and I grabbed one of the articles out of there because I thought it was... Uh, an important article. It said, Inside the Saudi 9-11 Cover-Up. Uh, it was the title of it from the New York Post on December 15th of this year during the whole Duckfuck uh, episode there. But it says here, uh, After the 9-11 attacks, uh, attacks, the public was told Al-Qaeda acted alone with no state sponsor, but the White House never let it see an entire section of a congressional investigation report on 9-11 dealing with specific sources of foreign support for the 19 hijackers, 15 of whom were Saudi nationals. It was kept secret and remains so today. President Bush inexplicably censored 28 full pages of the 800-page report. Um, text isn't just blacked out here and there in the critical yet missing middle section. The pages are completely blank, except for dotted lines where an estimated 7,200 words once stood. A pair of lawmakers who recently read the redacted portion said they are absolutely shocked at the level of foreign state involvement in the attacks. Representative Walter Jones and Stephen Lynch can't reveal the nation, the nation, nation, nation identified by it without violating federal law. So they've proposed Congress, Congress pass a resolution asking President Obama to declassify the entire 2002 report, uh, report joint in, Inquiry into intelligent committee, community activities before and after the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001. Uh, some information already has leaked from the classified se- section, which is based on both CIA, CIA and FBI documents. 
and it points back to Saudi Arabia as presumed ally. Uh, the Saudi Saudis deny any role in 9/11, but the CIA in one memo reportedly found incontrovertible uh, that big word incontrovertible. Thank right? you, incontrovertible evidence that Saudi government officials, not just wealthy Saudi hardliners, but high-level diplomats and intelligence officers employed by the kingdom, helped the hijackers both financially and logistically. The intelligence files cited in the report directly implicate the Saudi embassy in Washington and consulates in Los Angeles in Los Angeles in the attacks, making 9/11 not just an act of terrorism but an act of war, because now they have a state sponsor. Um, I I found this interesting to hear this, and then as I was saying earlier in the show about the documentaries, and one of the documentaries I don't remember which one it is, uh, really touched on the Saudi involvement on 9-11. It's one of those, uh, um, not one of the big popular documentaries out there. It's one of the right. you know, smaller done ones. Really good one. Um, I'll have to go through my list because I wrote down everything I played and figure out which one it was and let everybody know. Uh, but the, this is the kind of information that we need to know. Why is there 28 full pages, 7,200 words that we can't read, that we can't see? What what what's the because reasoning? The, re, the the reality of it is the state that sponsored it is the United States, well, and it's allies. They, they might have done it with help with their allies, right? Because you notice that it's 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 Saudi Arabia, which is our friend. And 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 as 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 I'm me personally, I'm you know 27. Uh, what I like to see about what you guys do, what Ledge does, what everybody else does is that. Thought process to whether or not I mean you can't you can't do shit about who di- who did what to nine eleven. It doesn't matter who created or or was responsible for nine eleven. But when you actually think about the backside of it and who can be responsible for future events and can be aware of, of future happenings, uh. I, but the, pro- the, the old, problem is old, with that Spicoli is is we won't know or have an idea who to look forward to if we don't look at the past if we haven't. Brought out the facts that the actual people uh, involved in the financing and the organization of 9/11, we need to know that, and that's what I was talking about earlier. Is we need to revisit, we need to bring this stuff back to the forefront. I understand what you're talking about on that, and what I'm just saying is that with with future people, what you're what you're Talking about is, is is great, you know, fodder for for any any young or old developing mind uh, to to try to get to the bottom of it is is a great thing to do. And I'm not I'm not trying to put any less credence into that. But what I'm just saying is that as you're developing in your own, you know, thought process, whether or not you know the government was involved in it or not. To go on and and question it is is the is the best thing we can prove whoever did it. I'm not saying I still look at evidence into you know documentaries such as you know Jason Burmis, a lot of other people who do a lot of things, and it's not saying that we weren't responsible for it. But I'm saying the critical thinking out of that whole propaganda or or mindset of saying that well who did what. I think that actually helps develop a lot of young minds. Even my sister talks about it. My sister's 18, and, you know, she talks about this shit. 
well, it's good. That's who we need. You know, I, I tell my son that all the time also. You know, we need these young people uh, using their brains and not just being sucked into, um, you know, the whole entertainment, music, uh, don't pay attention to anything well, it's about, in the world. It's about free thinking and making your own assessments and not going off of what everyone what? else said. Quit paying you know? attention to Justin Bieber and start paying attention to fucking, you know, Yeah, there's issues. nothing wrong with, with calling your own shots and making your own judgments and assessing things for yourself. And to, all too often, people just want to hear a quick story and move on and take it for for exactly what was said to them instead of thinking about it, instead of looking at it, instead of making their own determinations. And it's quite sad. And that's what I was just saying about the 9-11 propaganda. It still seems like even with the current generations, people question it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't matter who did it. Uh, it, it still is being questioned through it, current generations past. I was alive when it happened. I actually remember where I was at. I was in high school. I was, uh, I was in sophomore year. And I remember everything that happened at that point. And I didn't question it as much as I think more people now in a current state of mind, question it, just as they're presented with the subject, saying, well, why would this happen? Why, what, what gain would there be for somebody to do this? What, what is going on? There's more questions that are being presented by the people who weren't even around at the, at the time when it happened. I honestly thought it was a joke. I was actually listening to talk radio that morning I was sick and I had my talk radio on and I was just like laying in bed. I stayed home from school. I was in my senior year and uh, I thought it was a joke. And I remember getting up and just thinking I, I went to go out in the living room and tell my mom about like what they were talking about. I'm like, that's kind of fucking sick to make shit up like that. And she was sitting in the living room watching it happen. And she was like, you need to come sit down and. It, it was just way, it was so shocking to me that I couldn't even accept it as real for a minute. <laughs> it, it, it took, it took a little bit for it to sink in with me. And I guess all for a good reason because that's not, it's not a normal situation. Obviously, it's the most shocking thing of our generation. Well, I mean, it, so far. It's, it's a little <laughs> bit more when I was actually, when I heard about it, it was a little less shocking just because I, I was in a no-threat zone anywhere. I was living in L.A. Uh, my father actually worked in the tallest building in between L.A. and San Francisco, so he was kind of freaked out. But anyway, um, I, 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 I thought I, I was in on, a movie. Well, well I, I actually, yeah, talking about the Oklahoma unreal. bombing, when we were talking about you know other things, I left hours before the Oklahoma bombing. And if I would have been maybe about four hours prior to when I would have left, I probably would have seen it in an aerial view. But I did not. And I was at a very young age. Uh, my fa I'm actually from Oklahoma City. I was born in Oklahoma City. So um, I visited there a lot. But when you want to talk about these types of uh, gigantic events and as well, so you've been seeing shit and, and, and wanting to know, <laughs> I mean, the catastrophe of, of actually being able to witness something. I don't it's know. Weird. It's always second, it's always seconds away. Watching 9-11 even, even on TV, it was, you know, like being in a movie almost. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on, you know, and I've yeah, told I this many times. I just remember real. yelling, yo, my god, we're under attack. 
after the second plane. Did you ever think it was like, it, you almost thought it was like a movie? That's that's yeah. what I kept thinking. Almost. Yeah, when I'm, I saw when I saw things of, of video, I was like, no, this is a movie. This isn't. My real. cousin was actually in film class, <laughs> and they were watching the news as it happened, and they watched the first and second plane hit. They stayed in that class. I didn't see the first plane hit. Nobody saw that. Oh wait, Bush saw that apparently. Yeah, no, they were watching. <laughs> no, they were watching the news. No, there's no video of the first plane hitting. No, yeah, until they're, they're really weeks not. later, that didn't come out. That's what, that's why it's funny that Bush said that because the only people reportedly that got My it. My cousin said that. I'm telling you that he didn't see the first plane hit. If you, unless, unless we're talking we're about, it. yeah, yeah unless you were there, you couldn't have seen it. It was not on video. There was video. no it was way he was there. He was camera. in Jacksonville in, in well, film then, class. Then he that's what and he claims to have seen the first plane hit that no, they were watching the news. Well, Bush claims to see the first plane hit too. So. But the, the only vid- the first video of that that came out was from the documentary makers that were riding nope. to the fire department. Because nope. even when I he, saw the first plane hit th- that afternoon. Well, that's because you were that there. No, yeah, there. you were there. Was it like a news channel? No, it was a news where they were, they were they were actually filming some firemen, okay. and and you could hear the cameraman say, "Oh shit!" And he and looks up. Played, right, right. They played over and over yeah, and over was, again. They said, it was oh, something shit, else they were supposed to be again. watching, like, and you're, he said you're, he saw it hit. And you're the sa- you're in the same boat, j- just in the same way that in the Oklahoma City bombing, you didn't hear about until the afterwards about the the mayor saying that yes, we found other you know explosive device, devices. Right. Yes, I mean it's the same. Well, no, that shit that was on you're, the news. Local. That was on the news that day. If exactly. you were local, local you news. saw it. Local, local, and the same way as New York. But the video well, he's talking LA. about. Hold on, I was in L.A. while while the nine uh, eleven attacks were happening, so I wasn't getting such up to date news as to where. Uh, you know, Fortoid was in New York at the time, so he was getting very up-to-date news. The problem is, the video he's talking about was it was the video taken by a documentary filmmaker that was no, riding no, no, along. No, 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 no it was just, the, those are those are guys that are actually in close to the um, trade center. Right. There was just somebody I don't know, fucking I don't know, four, six, seventh Avenue or some shit like that, and the firemen were just doing some like demo stuff. I don't think it was a documentary. I think it was like a maybe it was. I don't it, know. It was the doc. I know exactly what video you're talking about. They're out there. They're they're they were measuring for a gas leak, and they were in the middle of the street. And the guy goes, "Oh shit!" And just as he goes up, you can you hear the plane go by right above them, and then he right, kind of right. comes up just as it's hitting. That didn't come out till I, I want to say days later because they couldn't even find the one brother that had the video. They thought he was dead. So I have their documentary from that day, and that's that video. So yeah, buzzer, what's up? I have it. Yeah, sorry for calling back in. Uh, you saying nine uh, eleven was the most shocking thing of our time? I don't think it was. I, to, not to me anyway. What do you think? It, it was? was more enragement for me because I wasn't what you call fully awake, and I'm still not fully awoke in what you speak of. But the most shocking, in my opinion, was uh, Waco. I don't know if I call it the most shocking. Our own government. Bringing government troops in on private citizens. Right, I mean that's a really messed up thing, and that's like Ruby Ridge. Also, that was another documentary. And I remember Ruby Ridge. Also, yes, that's another documentary I played over the past week and a half that I'd never. Well, I've never watched it. I've only now heard it, and I learned a lot of stuff in there. You know, I'm still learning different things all the time myself. You know, it's part and of the Oklahoma process. Oklahoma City. I was I was 50 miles from Oklahoma City when they blowed that up. That's what Spicoli was Going just saying. Through Oklahoma City. Oh, see, I, I went to basic training in Oklahoma, and a lot of the locals that I talked to when I was on Liberty uh, were talking about being able to feel it even 
you know, we were an hour and a half from from Oklahoma. Were you guys city. ever at? No, nobody was ever at Tinkerfield. No. I used to drive by Tinkerfield all the time. Okay, I was going to say Tinkerfield's the the main base I know about around there. In Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's kind of southern. Yeah. yeah. No, I was in La- I was in Lawton, which is down Fort Sill area. And you know what? It's it's hilarious because it's such a it's it's still a fucking outlaw town. Uh, everywhere around there. Uh, I used to visit my uncle down, he was kind of near Ardmore, maybe Durant area, and, uh, I remember one time some shit happened and his girlfriend at the time was calling distressed about whatnot and he came out with a fucking 7 inch 357. We just drove down the road with him. He was getting ready to go do some shit, you know, vigilante style. I'm like, holy fuck, you know, I'm like maybe six years old, like five, six years old. My grandpa's got a fucking, you know, 7-inch 357 just driving on the road, going to take care of business on his own. Vigilante style. Yeah, my grandpa used to yeah. do shit like that, too, though. All right, let's take a break here. We're rolling into the next uh, section of it. Let me take this out because I want to go out with our new intro song, so we'll get rid of that one there. Oh, it's 11 o'clock. I could smoke now. Yeah. It's number... uh, get high. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Hey, Dave, where you hey, at? Dave. Can you see me? No, he can't see you. Uh, yeah, this thing is pretty good, Dave. I'm going to smoke a dab. All right, Buzzy, I'm going to go to a break, buddy. Yeah, later. Later, bro. There goes Buzzer Bob again. I'm sure we might hear from him probably one more time. At least twice in this uh, At least two more times. All right, we're going to take the break. We'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Are you ready for this? Cause it's the first 52 Listen up if you wanna survive the ride Tune in the truth might change your life The simple power of truth One word rock the nation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 Saturday night conspiracy facts It's the first 52 with your host Sean Rack. The simple power of truth Join the conversation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 The VIC's in charge Time to listen up Real talk mixed with music Meant to wake you up. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. That's your opinion. Bring your facts to Dave. He packs the pain for Toad Jones's name. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Uncensored, uncut, and live. Truth talk with guests that might help you survive. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. See through the lies of the manipulation. Listen up if you want to survive the ride Tune in the truth might save your life The simple power of truth One word rock the nation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 
this a fiesta. Red Rover, Red Rover, Bob Lazar's going with no box. So he cleared the airstrip and light off that stove. This is Jeannie, and I'm Joe from Maine's Mom. I am not wearing pink stockings. I am wearing camo stockings with red toenail polish. Jeannie, you just said camo toe. And you are listening to RazRadioLive.com. Jeannie, what do you think of uh, your son's wife's big boobies? I am not going to say anything about that. Do you really think this all started out in a cave? Do you really 
believe that it's our freedom they'll save? Is it possible there's another plan and they're paving the way? Is it too far-fetched to think our leaders wouldn't misbehave? Have you looked at what they promised us and what they gave? Why do we invade Iraq if the terrorists were Saudis? And why did Bush and Bin Laden have stock in the same companies? And how the CIA already know about these guys? They were taking classes at flight schools right in front of their eyes. Able Danger tried to warn them over 70 times. But every time they tried, they got permission denied. Looks like the boys up high simply refused to fight. That's why the information was consistently declined. If they intercepted the plot, there'd be no bind to unwind. No chance to enact the plan. And no reason to invade Iraq or Afghanistan. So I built this collapse into their own footprint. I'm going back to redact original blueprints. PNAC. Learn the acronym, please. It means project for a new American century. Written by Rumsfeld, Wolfowitz, and the Dick Cheney. They're eradicating Muslims in the name of you and me. It's a part of their coup. It's a call to arms. That's why they wrote it in quote. We need a new Pearl Harbor. Demand a new investigation, and they tell you to shush. But what they don't tell you is World Trade Security was owned by Marvin Bush. And that two weeks before, they evacuated several floors. What the fuck were they doing there behind closed doors? Just a routine inspection. They weren't planning explosives. Sorry, there's no video. It's already gone through deletion. And it's too difficult to ploy for them to follow to completion. Well, I'm here to ask certain characters questions. It's about time the character comes into question. Like who appointed the commission to investigate 9-11? And how come it doesn't even mention what happened to World Trade Center 7? How could a third building implode if it wasn't hit by anything? And why'd the BBC report the fall 20 minutes early? The only way they could have known is if someone already knew. Watch a reporter report the shit with a building in plain view. Go ahead, check out the video. Google it on YouTube. So why buildings collapse into their own footprint? I'm going back to redact original blueprints. PNAC. Learn the acronym, please. It means project for a new American century. Written by Rumsfeld, Wolfowitz, and the Dick Cheney. They're eradicating Muslims in the name of you and me. It's a part of their coup. It's a call to arms. That's why they wrote it in quote. We need a new Pearl Harbor. How come six months before Silverstein bought the world trade? Was it the 500 million in insurance claims? And how come he didn't show up for work on that particular day? He even admits that demolition was the decision he made. Specifically to pull it was the call that he gave. But to line explosives, you need at least several days. Well, if that's the case, that's the smoking gun. Just ask the scientists about all the thermate they found and how it's only used in demolitions to bring buildings down. And why does it look like a missile that hit the Pentagon? If it wasn't, so were all the plane parts that crashed to the ground. And why'd they have to confiscate every camera around? How come Cheney gave the orders for NORAD to stand down? I can hear the whistles blowing and the sound is getting loud. Like jets a hundred miles away, breaking barrier sound. That's why Bush just sat there. He thought it was another practice round. So why buildings collapse into their own footprint? I'm going back to redact original blueprints. PNAC. Learn the acronym, please. It means project for a new American century. Written by Rumsfeld, Wolfowitz, and the Dick Cheney. They're eradicating Muslims in the name of you and me. It's a part of their coup. It's a call to arms. That's why they wrote it in quote. We need a new Pearl Harbor. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program? Only to encounter this? And felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... 
941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com We all know what that means. The third hour is upon us here on RazRadioLive.com, the first 52. It's party time. Time to have some fun. We'll still talk some topics, but it's the relaxation time. <laughs> Me shutting up doesn't make her shaking any better. <laughs> That's the way it goes down, though. Steve on the on the button bar on the far side. I spent a good good amount of time fucking cutting this shit up, man. I had to go find the acapella version and cut it up. How many Jamaicans do you know, Dave? Jama- how many Jamaicans do I know? He's from New York, man. I'm sure he knows a Currently, lot. Currently, a couple. But I've known a bunch of them motherfuckers. First time I ever smoked a blunt was a Jamaican. I was like uh, 18. I have to respond to this question. Let me think about that. Yeah, we used to go uh, in Camden to get ours, and there was a J- Jamaican section of Camden, New Jersey, where we'd go uh, to pick up one when I was buying out there, which was stupid as shit for me to go out there buying. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of uh, interesting to buy from the Jamaicans. You know, talking about Jersey, I just watched uh, Iceman, which was about, you know, Kuklinski, who was yeah, all I saw operated that up, up in uh, New Jersey, which actually the movie in itself was kind of... If you knew about Kuklinski, it was kind of cool, but it didn't it didn't do him justice. But no, it didn't. Yeah, because I, I, I knew yeah. about Kuklinski, the Iceman. I knew about him from a long time ago. I didn't know he was him. on. Uh, I think he was on the first few years of America's Most Wanted. They yeah, profiled man, that him. Guy, that guy was it was fucking crazy too. I mean, he, I was, he was he was cold. Was he North Jersey? Because I don't know anything of him. He was, yeah, he, he was he was in this city yeah. and shit like that too. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he he worked for the DeMeo family. So, you know, he worked for Roy DeMeo. DeMeo? I know that name. Oh, not, not shit. Not the same DeMeo either. So. Yeah. <laughs> that bastard. That guy no, was I was actually us. thinking the guy from Less Than Jake. Sorry. No. Less Than Jake? Okay, wait. Hold up. Real Big Fish? Is that somebody else who you listen to? I do know that band. Real Big Fish is badass. I, I do know that band, but I was I heard DeMakes, and I was thinking Chris DeMakes from, from Less Than Jake. Joke. Fuck you, Tranny. You, you like <laughs> Trannies and Pegging. Well, I thought you were trying to say that uh, you, know, you had a real big fish. It was off the rails officially at uh, 1113. I'm, I'm, I'm not reeling in the line, but I got a treble hook with a fucking, you know, eight-inch line. So Thanks for sharing that with us, Piccoli. What we always Man. wanted to talk about. So, you know, as we all know, we all are proponents of the legalization of marijuana. and, and No, de- I am not for the legalization. I am decriminalization. for the decriminalization. <laughs> yes, yes. yes, thank you. It's a thank thing you. Difference. difference. I don't want to perm- I don't want to have to ask permission right. because it's legal. Say, hey, I don't want to say, hey, I got to pay you tax. I don't want to say, hey, I got to pay you tax for what I'm fucking doing. I don't have to say shit. Just do it. Well, you have right. to, yeah, if you're buying, if you're growing it yourself and stuff, you shouldn't have to, but if you're purchasing on the market, you should have to pay a tax on it. I got no problem with that. I, I, Besides I that, no, hold on. But even I, I don't, in, I don't, even in the, the legalization, they want you to pay tax on what you grow in your house, and that's not right. right. That's not If cool. I grow it in my fucking house, I don't have to pay you goddamn nothing. Well, and I agree with that. That's why the decriminalization end of it works better. But, um, the point I was making, 
is how we all know how harmless of a drug it is. Uh, I don't even like to call it a drug because I don't think it's, it's a drug. It's not even harmless. It is an, it's, it's, it's an herb. It's beneficial. It grows from the earth. It's a Chinese tree. Chinese herbology for it's a bush. fucking... Thanks, botanist. I'm glad you're here to inform me of that. I would have <laughs> never known that weed grew out of the ground. It does. Fucking genius. <laughs> I'm surrounded by geniuses. Chinese herbology includes cannabis as an, an essential fucking element it is your health Duh, we have cannabinoid receptors of In our course bodies. it's essential right it's, it's, it's a natural it, thing it comes out naturally well i'm glad body. this went where i wanted to go with it so anyway the whole reason i, I, I brought this no, up hold on no no, no let me let me, let me finish my this is like four you, times you, i've been hold, told to hold on to my own fucking yeah. show well yeah it <laughs> happens wait <laughs> I mean, you just want to talk about some dude people. that masturbated it's okay come wait no no i wanted to talk about did you know that cannabinoids are naturally in breast milk, yes. Yeah. In the breast milk, I know. It's naturally occurring everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't the hey, only to have shut it. up and let the hot chicks talk. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> Here, let's Here's hear, the let's thing. Let's hear from Lexi's sister. No, they're both married. I don't give a shit. They're either, <laughs> they're, they're, I don't I know, care. I know she's married. They're both married with kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. The last thing I want is fucking kids. Love <laughs> fucking 20 year old. I don't need any more. Can you be more of a negative fucking. I want to talk about. Kids are pretty cool. I'm waiting to hear what you want to talk about, Dave. So I'm getting I'm getting reports that my voice isn't going out. It's probably because somebody's talking. No, your voice is fine. I'm sorry, what I couldn't hear you. Your voice was going out. You're getting reports that you're. That's because you can't talk. Now, what were you going to say? I was going to say the re. There's science behind the fact that uh, why people don't overdose or die from uh, cannabis or cannabis, and it's because there are no cannabinoid receptors on the. Shit, part of your brain... On the shit, there's no cannabinoid receptors on the shit. Uh, On the subdural hematoma, no, no, on the prefrontal cortex, no, something like that. Whatever it is that kills you. Anyway, whatever the part of the brain that controls your respiratory system, there are no cannabinoids there. So you can't, that's the reason why you don't die from that shit, because it doesn't affect your major systems. Well, that would be a good reason. Well, You you know, you know what fucks up your major systems? Well, huffing alcohol. Freon. Huffing Freon, yeah, that does fuck with you really yeah. bad. I did that when I was a kid, and I'm kind of oh my uh, God. Uh, uh, developing a, wait, a no, complex wait, wait, wait. of knowing that I know I'm pretty much fucked since I have Freon as a kid. So you're pissed at me because I had an accidental discharge of a firearm, but you're okay because you huffed Freon? <laughs> well, hold on. First of all, you know I'm actually – and you haven't shot with me whatsoever. Man, you don't know what my fucking – Ability is to uh, to responsibly operate a firearm. So besides huffing Freon, my memory complex may be a little bit lower than yours. (laughs) Maybe, but maybe a little bit lower. It may be a little lower. But I'm not stupid enough to do Freon. But I guarantee you, I could shoot a gun better than you can, motherfucker, any day of the week. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hold on. Next time you're which gun you want? Which gun are you gonna use? Which gun are you going to use? It doesn't fucking matter. I'll shoot any gun you want. I don't even have to preference what I use. You give me which, tell me which gun you're going to use. No, no, no. I'm going to I'm, I'm use my 9mm. I'll use my 9mm. You give me really? your gun, I'll shoot better than you will. <laughs> okay. It's on like Donkey Kong. Are you two done now? I hope. You done? Good. Yeah, all yes, right. The, the swinging dick argument's gone. <laughs> Good. Can we put the penis away now? Thank you very much. So... <laughs> <laughs> I just replied, I just saw a private a direct message from Frank Castle, oh. and he because I'd asked him for the uh, instrumental, right? And he said sure, but it, but before I do, I need to tell me that chemtrails are real. 
Oh, Frank, you'll never get that out of them. Well, they'll be talking about it on the news, telling us how they're doing it, and go, no, they can't do that. It's impossible. It can't be done. No. I'll the science doesn't back it. No. But Dave, Dave, did you not like my little argument about, you know, the best chemtrail was the uh, space station or the, you know, the space program? The space shuttle? No. No. I, don't, I don't think anything, anything can No, I was bullshitting. Fucking... I was busting his balls, motherfucker. Uh, you not hear my see, sarcasm in my voice? No, but because people believe that shit. It's, your, your argument sounds just as crazy as their argument does. So that's why I my didn't argument. think fucking around. My argument. Hold up. Wait, wait. Hers. No, your, your, your joke was just as crazy as their arguments. That's what I should say. Are you two done yet? Because I'm really, you know, I want to talk about this article I got pulled here because I found it very amusing because it shows the the dangers of what we <laughs> what we develop. Thanks, Dave. That was really pleasant in my ear. Um, Lexi, do you have anything to offer? <laughs> hey, honey, do you have anything to offer? I'm sorry. Um, you know, Sean, I I, I take <laughs> plenty of joy things to in, offer. What? I take great joy in, in derailing the show at eleven o'clock. Yeah, I know you do. It's very derailed right now. Do you have anything to offer, honey? Why are you saying it like it's everyone else's fault and not yours? You're the one who's in charge, right? That's true. I could just turn it off and do my show and leave you all alone. It's your responsibility to keep everything from not being oh, now derailed. I'm, now, now you're going to just get nope, me to where I'm going to be boss, all pissed off and I'm so just going to So ultimately, fuck it's your fault. You get to have all the credit, but if shit goes wrong, yes, that has to be your fault. That's that's part of it. I'm just saying. Woo! Is that all you have to offer? Dave, I'm going to take your computers no, away from you. No, but, you know, you don't have to lay it all on the table right there all the time. That's do what you? she said. It is. True story. Uh, you guys all done? You want to talk about Duck Dynasty? Because you guys have gotten stupid on me, so no, maybe I'll just no. finish it off. Is that supposed to class up the situation? Dave. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Alright, anyway. So, what I wanted Dynasty to talk- Duck Dynasty is the worst thing that you could talk about. Please do not talk oh, about that know. shit. What shit? No, I'm good right now. Duck Dynasty! Oh no, I'm not gonna talk about that. I couldn't even tell you any of the- I couldn't even tell you the guy's name that's got problems right now. I just know I keep seeing his dumb face. <laughs> <clears throat> Alleged masturbating man in Salem Bar arrested after Taser provides ineffective, officials say. How'd you get my fucking goddamn police report? Uh, well, you know, you should stop beating off in bars, Spicoli, and stop doing meth while you're at it. Freon. <laughs> no meth. Well, that's what this was meth that, that caused this whole incident. A Beaverton man was arrested following a string of erratic outbursts that culminated in the suspects <laughs> allegedly masturbating in a Salem Roadhouse, officials said. It took a taser and more than a dozen officers on Sunday to finally subdue uh, Andrew Fry. What's this fucking uh, Fry? What's Fry? Um, You're thinking of Futurama. Yeah, Futurama. Thank you. Um, this was in Portland Road, the Portland Road Northeast. A 37-year-old man later told authorities he had used methamphetamines the day before and had no recollection of the alleged wild behavior. Yeah. Hey, it's the third why hour. Do, why, right. Why are we doing... Uh, I found it amusing. The, it's not serious. I found it amusing. Right. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Fucking masturbating in a bar or naked. Sean's allergic to fun. <laughs> yeah, I am allergic to fun. Right. Is that the one that Cynthia tweeted out earlier? Or uh, I don't know. It was on the drive report. 15 cops. 12. 15 cops. This says 12 in this one. 12, whatever. While ma- he beat 12 of them up while masturbating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. At least 15 no officers from the blah rushed to the bar. It took 12 of them to subdue them, but 15 were there. 
And only three beat off on him, actually. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. You know, and that's the stuff they use to to fight on. Even with marijuana, they use stuff like that they put in the forefront to try to, you know, make exactly. it sound like there's a problem with drugs. Right. They don't They don't report on all the people that actually do meth and nothing happens. Right. They don't, they don't well, report on, on all the people. Meth, how about weed? How many people do shit on weed? Like, none Nobody. of them. They just get busted while they're fucking high. Did you ever drive a car on weed? <laughs> I mean, when you're fucking high, Did you, you ever have do a sex on weed? <laughs> weed makes oh, everything yeah. better. It does. It prolongs. Didn't you hear even uh, Dr. Mark, he had a call, like, last week or something, saying the guy, like, oh, I don't smoke weed anymore. How can I last longer? It's like, yeah, weed, weed does a lot of things for you. Come on. Does a lot, a lot of things for you. I'd have it's to agree with It's the cure-all, man. And if anybody else wants to join this, whatever the hell it is, it's nine four one four two one zero four zero one. You're welcome to you're welcome to join the third genius. hour of retards and Sean. Oh, say, speaking of, are you kidding fuck? me? We should charge. For what the about clusterfuck? I want to play uh, Ned's song. <laughs> no, it comes across shitty, so don't do it again. Uh, play Ned's song. I don't have hey, it on here. Hey, uh, last night on. Uh, on uh, <laughs> Drunken disorder, let's do some karaoke. No, we're not doing karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now that I can't hear anymore. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, karaoke. Keep that mic down a little bit. Uh, karaoke. Oh, Dave, John Riley tweeted out the video that was in question before he we went to the break. Yeah. That is that is the first video of the smoke. I'm talking about the first video of the plane actually hitting. That was the video, one. The, the, the video that I tweeted out has the guy hit it. It's, it's the same video I was talking about where they go, oh, shit. Where, where did you tweet? Did you tag me in that when you tweeted it? I did not. Oh, shit. Well, that's not really helpful. I got to go find you Look now. on my Facebook page because my Facebook is tied to Twitter. I'm sure I don't it's have Facebook you open. You're no help. Sorry. I don't have Facebook open You're right a big now. help. This fucking you radio show. <clears throat> you can hear me loud and clear because of me. Yeah. Right, here we go. Here's the video. Really? Okay, I made I I single handedly made internet radio better. Thanks because people have taken the technology and made so radio better. I actually think you that's me and my beautiful yourself. Face. It's great. Yes, I Dave. This is the video I was talking about. This is the one that came out a couple days later after they finally found. It doesn't have the date on here, but after they finally found the the brothers, these were the two brothers. That's from their documentary. Okay. So that's the that's the first video of the plane hitting the building, actually hitting the building. That's and, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the one I was talking. That was not aired live. That oh, I day. saw that. I saw that the next. I saw that. that I, week, I, I didn't maybe. get off the couch for 36 hours. Yeah. I saw that uh, right away because I was amazed that they allowed the, the, them to say shit on air so over so and over again. Pissed on himself for 28 hours. 36 out, 38 hours, he said. No, 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 he was 36. He probably pissed oh, He's before, being so he, fucking literal. 26, 26 hours, he pissed on himself. What the hell is this after last night's launch, Dave? I'm, I'm going through your Facebook, your Twitter right now. Those are the, that was the uh, Space Shield Chemtrails. That's after the the last late night launch. A couple of years ago, I was at my mother's house. I woke up and watched it. Oh, so that's the remnants from the exhaust. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Really? That's all they are is remnants from exhaust. <laughs> We're not going to get in that argument now, remember? I know. I don't feel like it. Not going to do it, Dave. Not going to do it. You. Me neither. I've actually got that argument. I think I'm going to cut that argument off of uh, Shannon's show. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. 
Just because I'm tired of talking oh, about it all no the conspiracy time. Conspiracy yeah. corner? No, no topic on that. No, no chemtrail oh, topic on conspiracy oh, no corner. No topic on that. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I'll try to at okay. least. You know that Shannon's not going to let that one go down. I don't know. I'm not sure. What are you thinking, Dave? I'm thinking I'm an old fuck. Why? Well, yeah, I think I think he thinks Democrats suck balls. I mean, wait, are awesome. No, that's Brad. You're thinking of right. It's so funny, you know, we talk We talk to Brad. I love Brad, so I'm just busting the stones now. But you go to his website, and he's like, I'm not a liberal. I'm not a Democrat. And you go to his website, and it's like all, like, righty this and righty that, and the, the Republicans this, and the Democrats are good here, and this is awesome. It's just funny as you go through his website. He'll he'll insist that he's not, but he is. Can we can we hear a ladies' corner? Let's, uh, let's see what's going on with the uh, the women in the background. We're typing oh, to each graduate, other. Yeah. We're <laughs> acting like high schoolers and sending exactly. messages let's, back let's and forth and making fun of each other. Pretty much. You know, while you guys. Shit. As they're sitting staring at each, each other, they're texting each other. Yeah, pretty much. Well, because you know, we don't learn sign language. We didn't want to be rude. We didn't want to be rude. No, well, you know sign that, language. That really right? didn't work out too well for you, did it? <laughs> you, you, uh, happy with yourself there about that decision? Who are you talking to? Prompting so? that there. What are you talking to? Listen, listen, the Lexi sisters can do whatever the fuck they want. Fuck the Lexi, Lexi's husband and Lexi sisters. <laughs> I like no. this world. <laughs> Where's my fuck, gun? Fuck Lexi's husband. Oh. I need no, my gun. No, but I think mine is in that back room there, so. What? 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 You were talking what? about where guns are. I don't know where yours is. I know where mine Mine's is. Mine's right there. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Well, then there we go. We're set. We know where all of them are. Yay. Yeah. Mine's in the drawer next to me as I'm staring down the barrel of Spicolis. Mine's near my sleeping child. That's a good place for it to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay because he's kind of trapped in a cage. That in his prison. She's already baby. prisoning her like child. Is it a baby prison? prison wallet? You don't have it in your prison wallet? I don't have it in my prison wallet. I don't have a prison wallet. What's a prison wallet? Yeah, you wallet? do. You just don't know it. Oh, what's a prison wallet? <laughs> I'm I'm quite curious. Jesse, use your imagination. I, think about I've it. got quite an imagination. I'm curious as to what y'all's imagination oh, is no. going what, what, with if a you prison went to wallet. Prison, what what would they not? Oh take no. From you? What, what would they, they not take from? Ooh, you? what would they not take from me? I mean. Something is attached to you, and more than likely, you could stuff something in. Dave's just just playing the the uh, being prison wallet. It's a nice prison wallet. <laughs> Have you figured it out is. yet, Jesse? I, I do. I got right. a nice prison wallet. It's nice curvy. big prison wallet. You ever see those big arm bags the women carry? <laughs> hey. He's like. Hello, hello. Excuse you. Conversation over. Let me out. <laughs> Dave's got the uh, the uh, musical version. Yeah, he did good. I, it came out great. It's you got awesome. the prison wallet musical version? All right, cool. I like that version. Huh? <laughs> you know, Eric, you do a better job of derailing the show than I do. <laughs> Thank you for being on. If I could turn him off quicker than you. <laughs> what are you doing, oh, woman? Nothing. I think it went out. I have to play it again. No. Was, is it too loud on your side? Yes. I had to turn you down, so if you talk, I can't hear you. <clears throat> but I like that musical version. you got to send me that over so I can use that splice at the end there. Only if you say chemtrails aren't real. <laughs> Did you tell Frank that they were? 
Frank, did he tell you they were real? No. I can imagine I Frank was, yelling I was at about the, to actually. Yell John. to you through uh, Skype. Yeah. Yeah, they're, hold up. There are chemtrails in my house. Hold up. Did you see that? I saw there's, that. There's a chemtrail in my fucking house. What the hell is that? <laughs> Jesus Christ, woman. What a mess I got going on over here tonight. Does he run a heavy-handed house? Does he, like, smack bitches around while he's in his house? If I have to. Skype. Check your Skype. I see it. I got... Oops, where'd you go? Will you smack a fucking hoe? No. I'd never hit a woman. Now, Good. Jessica is another yeah. story. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Dave's trip. Dave and toe trip. Or toe and, toe and trip. Dude. Dude. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Yo, so do you four-toe fuck a woman? Or what do you do? Da what? Lexi what fucked Dave's fuck? Lexi fucked Dave's toe hole before. I did. No, she fingered it. Finger, I fingered yeah, finger, it. Finger I fuck. Fuck it. I fingered the toe. Oh, okay. I don't so know if I don't know if his it. four toes will be enough to satisfy a woman. I think he might need five toes. But Lexi did finger Dave's toe hole. Yes. Well, that's pretty nasty. <laughs> was it greasy? No. Did it, did it ooze? No, it was nice. It was a nice toe hole. It was nice. That was very nice. <laughs> very nice toe you hole. You have nice toe hole. I like your toe hole. I, I like funny the... Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's fucking grossing me out, man. My <laughs> <laughs> toe. So would, you, would you let him give him a... Uh, or give you a big thumb? <laughs> what? How, what? How old are you again? 27, oh right? God. Spicoli? Me? Yeah. 27? <laughs> You gotta have a minimum age, man. We can't have any fucking thing bats like him calling anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? Well, you know, make me get the fuck off. Okay. I mean, bye. That's an open <laughs> now nobody can hear you, Spicoli. <laughs> Thank you. you can sit there and stare at us if you'd like to. <laughs> I'm not that much of a dick. Yeah, well, Dave, you know, Dave, See? come on, man. What, what, what's the beat? What's the beef, buddy? What's the beef, uh, uh, Forto? The, the level of immaturity when you're high, when you're dabbed out on the 11 o'clock hour. Just, it's cool. It's cool. But it's what, what low, would you like low. me to do? I got not people, enjoy I got life? Would you like me to, to be show. a little bit more uptight like you? Like I have a fucking you know, rod up my ass? What are you saying? I'm uptight? I'm not uptight. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't say you. I said fucking Forto. You're the one who challenged me to a fucking gun duel. Or, uh, I, I challenge you to a duel. I just said I'm having a little bit better time than you are. And I'm also high. And I know you're high. And it's like, come on, man. I'm having a great time, man. Are you? Oh, my goodness. Ladies. Let me back off. Let me back off, Sean. Take care of the show. And I'm sorry. Dave, you're awesome. I'll lick your bullet hole, butthole, whatever. Your bullet whatever hole. the fuck you need. Come on. I'll lick your bullet hole when we're done. Yeah, your bullet hole. There you That's go. It's really not nice. I'm trying to find oh. something funny on the on the drudge here or something funny somewhere. On the drudge report? I don't know where to go to find funny things. I mean, it's kind of sad. <laughs> I'm just realizing that. Like, I'm going through all my tabs trying to find something it's funny. The and goddamn it's goddamn like, internet. How is that difficult? Well, you should probably figure out how to do that. It's me. I well, don't. You, know, you, you old people should find some funny things that go on. Yeah, in your there's life. nothing wrong with funny things. And, really, well, there's not. What's it's good for you? Did you hear about the guy that died from a cockfight? <laughs> no, I didn't hear about that one. Oh, shit, there's a guy, Jose Luis Ochoa. You know these these Mexican guys like to have cockfights. So you know, one guy strapped some razors to the chicken's fucking talons. Well, this fucking chicken came up and slashed the guy in his throat, and he died. Oh, that was a while ago. I do you know, remember that's that right. one. Yeah, I do actually remember that. That's a true story. 
I, yeah, I've that heard guy's that. Yeah, a fucking dickhole, and he deserves every single <laughs> bit of it. A dickhole. Uh, He's a dickhole, Dave. Three. Uh, Dave, Dave's just playing DJ over there. He's ignoring us completely. Dave's a fucking dick anyway, too. Just trying to have some background music. Well, you guys do not get along. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I like your I spoke to music. I spoke to Eric the most at uh, Robstock. It's yeah, he did. And that hours. Guy's just being a dick. A no, you were cool. Cockhole. Oh, jack it up. Yeah. I fucking love this. That's my jam. It sounds like shit, though. Yeah, it does sound like shit. It's coming across Skype wise. That's why. So. Oh, that's right. Dave. Yes. What is your plans for New Year's? Anything? I got nothing going on. Are you just sitting late. around the house. Yeah, because if I go out, I'm going to get in trouble, and I'm going to spend money that I don't really, I shouldn't spend. You know, I, I had to, a lot of money to pay this month, and my son's coming down next month, so I got money to save for that. So I'm trying, trying to just make sure I got money for him. Oh, here it is. I, I was going through uh, top ten amazing scientists and technology discoveries coming in 2014, and it says here, Virgin Galactic launches, yes, really. Despite delays in testing, the first flights were promised by 2011. Sir Richard Branson, dreaming of making money in space, is near, nearing reality. A test flight was completed in April, and it was announced in November that television network NBC has agrees, agreed to televise the first ever public flight from the New Mexico sometime in 2014. So we should see our first, uh, oh, nice chemtrail in the background of the picture there, too. You could actually purchase tickets for that flight, like, a few years back. Because I've been flying with Virgin Atlantic for a while, and they've been offering, but the tickets are, like, ridiculous. I can't even remember what they cost, but it was unbelievable. Your wife gives you so much pertinent information pertinent information that you don't know, Sean. Like, yeah. What's up? I don't pay attention too often. No, he doesn't <laughs> listen to me. I tell him all this shit all the time, and he just doesn't. I listen to great music that has pointed this shit out for fucking decades, and he's just, you know, he has Jesus to do his Christ, own man, thing. Jesus Christ, man, what the fuck? I don't know. Whatever. That's just how I am. Just ignore me. I don't know what to say. I have nothing to say over here. I just created such a shitstorm. They'd be crazy. And who wants to go to the Chinese underground hotel? I do. In an abandoned quarry in the base of the Chinese Tintamashanghai Mountain, 30 miles outside Shanghai, an extraordinary hotel is taking shape at a cost of 345 million pounds. The Intercontinental Hotel Group is building a five-star resort that will boast two floors above the top of the 330-foot rock face and another 17 stories Can below I, uh, ground. Can I correct you in the cost there? Yeah. 345 what? million pounds, oh, which works there, out to wait, be about happy... $700 million. Yeah. Are, are there happy <laughs> endings involved, too? Um, maybe if you ask Nice Piccoli, you could possibly get one. I don't know. I really don't have an answer for you. <laughs> but the whole hotel is going to be underground and only two floors above ground. That's kind of interesting. Looks kind of cool, the uh, the artist's rendition here. I don't know. I'm just trying to scan through here, find, uh, you know. So, Dave, uh, Spicoli, what are you doing for uh, New Year's? Um, You know 7-Eleven, chick? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm chilling with other people from 7-Eleven, and I'm going to hang out over here and just... Bullshit, branching out a little bit more. And, a little house uh, party. Yeah, you know, not at my house though. I'm not fucking my shit up. 
Go fuck somebody else's shit up. <laughs> exactly. Nice. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm sorry to make it down to Adam's party. I know you guys probably had a badass time. That's where we were coming awesome. back when I got Taco Bell. Awesome. And, uh, you know, we need to have a badass time coming up soon. Uh, even if it's at Ledge, I'm probably going to try to make it up to Ledge's nighttime show the next time he has it. So, Yeah, that's going to be the 17th of January. I'm going to be fucking... Oh, they have it scheduled? Thanks for letting me know, buddy. I'm really appreciative of you knowing everything. We're going to be in you. Orlando that weekend. Yes. Oh, wait. Are you right, really? that's what well, I'm saying. I'm going to be fucking, gone. I'm actually going to be kissing me that weekend. You're going to be kissing me? Really? Yeah, well, fuck you with Kissimmee, but Orlando, you know, let me know when you guys are in Orlando. Man, we're going to be in that weekend, dude. When you're fucking high, man. You're like I the am, only I'm guy I know that gets angry. I want to fucking break that hot rod off in your fucking eye, eye socket and, you know, <laughs> laugh at you while it happens. Dude, dude that, you really need to smoke some pot or something, dude. not a cool thing. Look at you, man. You're all <laughs> fucked up because that Freon. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, so, I'm popping that Freon. What the hell? No, nobody I know gets fucking, like, angry, angry like that. Jesus. And you dabbed. But it, it's hilarious. You don't understand what I'm talking about? It might be the butane mixed in the dab there, Dave. It's, it's love, buddy. It's, it's you know. <laughs> Nothing but love. It's like New York. You guys don't understand what that is. You guys don't understand what people being, uh, you know, hospitable to another person is, right? You, once you <laughs> accept that, you'll be a true person but once you're a new yorker you don't really accept that oh my mom was a new yorker she's What's a pretty happening? nice person oh my god she's the nicest person ever she always yeah, has like hors d'oeuvres dave's, dave's a cunt wow stuff and <laughs> no awesome. i'm just kidding dave. how about how about a happy article where we actually succeeded in something which I, I actually misread this article when i posted it on twitter last week okay uh food labels shift to simplicity was the title of it i tweeted it out um, it says, taking a little look at the food label. <clears throat> Hold on, let me move this over here. I'm actually reading off paper. Take another look at the food label and ingredients or two may have vanished. As American pay, Americans pay closer attention to what the, they eat, food and beverage companies are learning that unfamiliar ingredients can invite criticism from online petitions and bloggers. The risk of damaging publicity has proven serious enough that some manufacturers have reformulated top selling products to remove mysterious, unpronounceable components that could draw suspicion. Earlier this year, for example, PepsiCo, Inc. said it would stop using brominated vegetable oil in Gatorade <coughs> excuse me, and find another way to eventually distribute color in the sports drink. Last year, Starbucks... It's so serious. Huh? It's not serious. This is a happy yeah. thing. Last year, Starbucks said it would stop using a red dye made of crushed bugs-based... On comments it received through a variety of means, including an online petition and... What are they going to use? Fucking chemicals? I'd rather well, use, them use crushed bugs. It says here, and switch to a tomato-based extract. Uh, Kraft Food plans to replace artificial dyes with color derived from... Page two. From natural spices and select, selected variations of its macaroni and cheese. A nod to the feedback it's hearing from parents. So let's think about this here. You know, you know what's funny about that? Hold on. When you even talk about, you know, the natural or whatever, the, the right ingredients, you, you know, a, a frog is natural, right? Or, or a roach. A roach is from nature, right? Right. So roach shit or frog shit or, you know, even a roach in itself is, is natural, correct? Okay, but I don't go around eating my own shit or anybody else's shit, so no, I don't really don't. want to eat shit, period. 
you don't, correct, but do you eat all natural food? That's impossible to do, pretty much, unless you're multi-rich and grow all your own shit. So right, no, but when, I don't. When, you eat all, when you eat all natural food or, you know, organic food's a little different, but all natural, all natural means it's from nature, so you might eat a little uh, roach shit or frog shit. In your all-natural food. Yeah, but that's not intended for human consumption. Yeah, and that's not done on purpose either. Uh, that's not like an actual ingredient, you know. Well, like, no, that's no. Do you know that there are flavorings and colorings that are derived from, you know, like beaver extract and and things such as so. Like there are, there are ingredients that are derived. Well, if you recall, if you recall, I believe, and don't hold me to this. Search it. Uh, I believe it was Pepsi, though. That got in trouble for using uh, fetus material for flavoring. It was Pepsi right. or Coke, one of the two of them. Right, and that's why, again, when I try to say all natural, like just tonight, you know, I had, I, I, I ate some Goya seasoning, but besides that, I had organic uh, chicken, I have organic beef, and uh, you know, salt and pepper is about all I use anymore. That's about it. That's good, though. Like... Yeah, well, I mean, I still use a lot of. Uh, Season salt. Yeah, I use a lot <laughs> of season salt, but it's MSG and it's MSG free. So how, how's, how's your how's your physique going? You're not you're not going for good physique. I'm fine. I got no yeah. worries. Really? I mean, yeah, I, I got no worries with my physique. I try to eat as flex, healthy flex and as organic bit, as I can, and I mean, yeah, I don't. I definitely don't have any health problems. I might not be, you know, the fittest person, but I don't have. Health problems. Just mental problems, that's all. I mean, that's you, Eric, unavoidable, you know. Eric, Sean, to me, is like five four, 120 pounds. Right? I know he's tall. I know he weighs more. But he, to me, because I'm six one, he, he looks like a scrawny little guy. Weighs, I, weighs I mean, more yeah, than that's what? pretty much... Wait, wait hold on. Weighs more than on. what? Because I, I weigh 160, so... Yeah, I'm about 20 Here, pounds here's less Here's what than I'm you. saying. Here, this, I told this story a couple times on the air. I've watched him with my own two eyes take down... What's he? Six foot four, six foot five, and like three twenty. Oh, how many times you've seen me take him down twice? Uh, once yeah. I threw him in the pool, and once it. Well, no, he you weren't there at Dave. He doesn't Dave really know. So you know, Eric, he was moves. a marine. He talked a lot of shit about him, well, but I've seen him. He went through the training, <laughs> but that's about it. He went through boot camp. But wouldn't there's and... a Raz fest next time too? I'll, I'll, I'll be more than likely to. Uh... No, no violence, man. No violence violence allowed at Razz Fest. A drunken, drunken, Chris doesn't know how to fight. My brother doesn't know. You know, a ring match or whatever. No, no No violence. It's too many kids around. We weren't raised around. Too many kids around. He doesn't know how to fight. Yeah, if if there's a wrestling match and the kids see that, then they start. It's going to be fucking... Oh, my God, it's true because my husband, he wrestles a lot with all of his friends That's a military thing. It really is a military thing. Well, well, no. My... When you get bored in the military and you're stuck <laughs> in the barracks for days on end, and all you can do is either drink, play or cards, down and naked wrestle. With well, you. no. What we used to we used to play games, and we'd see who. The, the, there was two parts of the game. One yeah. part of the game was to get out of being tied up, and the other part of the game was to prevent the guy from. So you were playing against right. each other, and you whoever if you could get out of the tying, the one guy did or not. And that was like the game we play, and that's it's part of military boredom, is what it is. It is gay, but it was part of military boredom. I mean, yeah, they wrestle around a lot. They, you know, they joke around a lot. They live with each other. They're brothers, you know. It's not even it's not even a gay thing. They're they're just brothers, you know, that are just you know playing the fuck around game. 
Then there's nobody else off. around, so you have to get the camaraderie. I mean, even <laughs> if there is other people around, it doesn't fucking matter because you're just goofing off with, you know, your brothers. Your sister sounds so much fucking exactly like you, Lexi. Like, exactly <laughs> like you. I know it. I know. And she's awesome, happening. too. She's got such the balls that you have, too. Not, you know, literally, but, you know. Yeah, they don't shut up, I know. High five. High five. <laughs> oh, Dave. Yes. Exposed. Let's see what this one is. I didn't even see this till just now. Exposed. The Soviet Union spent one billion on mind control programs. You know my last name, Stalin. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Actually, it's not true. But you know. Well, what's that got to do with the price of apples? Because Russians. You said Russians, asshole. Well, the Soviets, I said, actually, not Russians. Well, fucking Stalin. Well, okay, you're going to do semantics <laughs> I mean, with me, motherfucker? Well, yeah, we could do that because it's a big difference, especially nowadays because Russia is broken up into separate countries and separate states. All right. So it is well, a big difference. What I was going into is Stalin's an asshole. Was Stalin not an asshole? Are you going to go into semantics on that? Um, Stalin actually, was just another actually, puppet. He's credited for for really kicking Germany's ass. We came in at the very end. We're like, oh, hi. And he, no, seriously. Uh, we came in and we think that we came in and we kicked everybody's ass. They were already had their ass kicked. We came in and just gave them the last punch. Right after we done Bullshit. dealing with Japan, and that was Stalin's doing. Yeah, remember he, he, he used very fucked up methods. Remember, after we eliminated the Nazis, we needed new new terror people, which became the Soviets became the Cold War. And then after the Cold War was over, we needed somebody else. And now we have the Arab terrorists. But did you not know Hitler attacked Stalin as well, too? That, I'm sure. Right, that's what I'm saying. Hitler attacked, fought Russia. And and it was Russia that beat the shit out of them. And it was America that came in at the last second, popped them in the eye, and said, oh, we beat everybody. Yeah, World War II was just mainly us with Japan. And and that's mainly where it was for us. We didn't go into into Germany and all that crap until after way later. When Stalin got fucked over by Hitler, who was was technically, air quotes, an ally. Allies always fuck each other over. over. Shit. You know, you guys got to watch that um, that special, that uh, Oliver Stone thing from Showtime. Oh, uh, the 20-part piece or whatever? History, the Untold History of the United States. Unbelievably interesting. I, I, I've got, it's 10 one-hour specials. And I've gone through seven already, and I, I stopped watching them because it fucking makes me mad. Like everything that I know, everything that I've been taught is wrong, and well, he comes yeah. up with the proof. Yeah. You know? everything. Every, it's, but it's, but hold on, hold on, wait, Stalin. And when it when it researched some of these older people, there there are some people who are complete dickholes, and there are some people who are not, such as Gaddafi. Like when I do my independent research of Gaddafi, I mean, all these people, even Saddam, Saddam Hussein did some bad shit. He wasn't as bad as a fucking Hitler, but Saddam, he was... <coughs> Saddam Hussein had his women educated. He allowed them to drive. He had so right. many different things that were good for that country Christians that he brought. Christians were allowed to be right. in that country. Yeah, they were allowed and to be Christian. It went up what I was getting at is saying that he was a different evil, and he was created as an evil. He was not right. an actual evil. He was more of a, a perceptive right. evil, and, and we're and we're watching the de- the the demonization of somebody here right now, and that's Edward Snowden. They're doing their best to bury this motherfucker. He's not a leader, though. First of all, that's what doesn't matter. They're, 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 
They're making him out to be a fucking scumbag. Uh, they're and, making and anybody dead. who would do what he did. They're, they're trying to make it so that that's the bad guy now. Anybody that's going to tell the truth about what's well, going on. And I'm not, I'm not sticking up for that, but I'm just saying again, when you said, like, he's not... It, you know, more people don't respect what's going going on with that situation at all. Like, most people don't even understand or know that name at all. No, I think a lot of people know Snowden, and really uh, the situation at this point in time, I mean, uh, he's ask, like ask, it's, like pretty safe. safe. They ask shouldn't ten. have to worry about it, right? This shouldn't have been, this shouldn't have happened. This government went out of control, and, you know, remember, Const oh, the Declaration of Independence says that you could have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? Right. So they shouldn't have to worry about politics. They should be going on and pursuing happiness, and that's what a free country you know, and a non-interventionist government would allow you to do, you know? But see, the government we have doesn't allow that. That's the problem. That's really the root of the problem. I know. I know. Hey, Dave. Dave, yeah. would you like to go and live in uh, New York again? Would you like to go live Fuck in New York? Fuck no. No? All right, cool. Uh, Bluebird's out uh, in two days. Fuck no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back if Giuliani was in there. I wouldn't go back if Koch was still alive. I would never go back to New York. You know what? I, I tried to explain some things to a few people. Like, uh, you know, Car Firearms, right? You've heard of the company? Mm hmm. Uh, it was a Korean national who actually was here. His family was here and he was uh, able to get a concealed permit in New York in the eighties. Which you lived in New York and know what New York is, and how easy is it for you to get a concealed permit in New York? It's ridiculously difficult to get in the five boroughs when I was a kid. Unless you I know somebody or have money. Now. Well, right. you had that money or you had to own a yeah. business. Right. Government or even the money. Because I used to, I used to ride my bicycle, uh, to the bank and drop off $10,000. I was a manager of a store. I either did it in a car or a bicycle. Right, and, and they uh, tell you, fuck you. They say, hey, you right. got money? It's like, hey, what? I need to get a gun so I can conceal this or, you know, protect this money. They're right. going to tell you, fuck you. Right. Well, one of the guys in that, that ran the Long Island store way out there, he they gave him, they allowed him to have one. I was like, hey, man, if he's got one, I want one too. And they wouldn't fucking give me one. Nobody, uh, it looks like uh, the, the information stolen from Target is being sold on websites now. Oh, but wait a minute. Last week, they, Target said, no, no, they didn't get your pins. Just this morning, they said, yeah, Target says they got the pins. But they're confident that the, the stuff is encrypted. I'm like, really? Shouldn't have all the information been encrypted? <laughs> Why should there be any question if it was or wasn't, really? Right. But between even you two guys who are fairly uh, cautious, I mean, how much money do you actually have in the bank? Do you have most of your money in the bank or... Fuck no. No, no we look okay. paycheck to paycheck, so well, all when, our money's again, in the bank, honestly. Again, well, when you say, I'm no, the same I had way, money, but I don't, I don't, when I, don't I had money, up. I put in a local, um, what do you call those things? Credit union. Credit union. Yeah, I, I pulled my money out of the bank a long time ago. Yeah, if sure. I have to cash my check through a bank, I'll cash it through there, but usually I take most of it. Again, I'm, I'm the same way as you are, but I'll take most of it out as soon as I get the check, just so yeah. I don't have to worry about them fucking with it. You know, I'm not even allowed to have more than $3,000 in the bank. Why? Because, uh, Government. Right. Oh, say, for your disability, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Well, that's so easy So I guess what I got to do, I got to farm that money out. I, I already have how a long? thing set up where, um, you know, $500 a month goes. And how long did they actually, like, try to follow you and test you out? Because my mom was uh, on, um, she's currently on disability, but a guy Two was years. following her for a year and... Actually, one time she was carrying a gallon of milk 
and they like sent her photos and saying, "Oh, well, this guy saw you doing this." Now, and so, they never did that to me. They but they just, um, I had to keep submitting you know my shit, and nobody followed me. You know, I had a disease, or I have a disease. You know. Oh, do we they wish that, something that's provable? Do we wish the Federal Reserve a happy birthday? I did. No. Did we do that nope. in the beginning? I couldn't remember. Two o'clock in the morning that, that day, I actually tweeted it out. It's like happy 100th birthday to the Federal Reserve. They yep. blow dogs for quarters, right? Something like that. Huh? They blow dogs for quarters, right? I, I thought you said Dave that's... blows dogs for quarters. <laughs> well, you know, he might, but I don't know. That's what I thought you said, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I always forgot, I forgot about the Federal Reserve being 100 years old. I read that there, didn't I? Yeah. You're going back to serious shit. Well, you know me, Dave. That's that I can my give you works. seven reasons the TSA sucks, and I'm, I'm just going to read the the heading. I'm not going to go into it. Okay. This one, it's number seven. The TSA is supposed to regulate itself. We know how that always works <laughs> out, right? <laughs> when, a cop, when a cop shoots a dog or somebody by accident, say, "Oh, we'll we'll, we'll do an investigation." Five months later, go on say, vacation for five months. It was, it, it was a good shoot. Uh, number six, politics plays a larger role than you'd think. Again, I don't want to read into it because like three or four paragraphs each. Five, they spend all their energy on luggage. Who? All the TSA. TSA. Right. They're not, they're not worrying. They're not looking at people. They're not trying to assess anybody. They're just looking at luggage. And, uh, number four, it says eye contact isn't emphasized. I mean, they definitely focus. Yeah, let her. Reflect. They definitely focus on people because if you don't go through that scanner they have, they fucking look at you. They look That's at you. That's because you've drawn additional attention to yourself. Right. He's talking about in general. If you're just going to go yeah, along, no. With... If you just, I mean, even if you just go along, they look at everybody with the scanner at least. You know, oh, okay, you're but, going through the scanner, so we're seeing anyways. And we're seeing say, everything anyways. Let me say, so, and, uh, Monday Monday might be a different story because I may not be able to talk to you guys, but uh, uh, the scanners actually aren't shit uh, through through uh, you know UPS, USB, UPS and FedEx are a little different. But uh, uh, when you even talk about United States Postal Service, which I would consider on the same basis as uh, TSA. Because they really don't give a fuck about their jobs. Because it's a federal government agency. Right, exactly. But, uh, allegedly, I think the, uh, United States Postal Service doesn't look at their packages as much as they need to. Well, from what I've, from what I've heard on this subject, from what I've- The U.S. Post Office needs a warrant. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Correct, Uh, exactly. That's why if, if they open your package, they can't do it unless it's federally mandated. (laughs) Federally mandated. Whereas UPS and, and FedEx, they can open up your package whenever they want. Cause they don't the need local, a they don't need a warrant. Hold on, because of the local entities, because they basically take it out of a local, you know, hub, and they say, well, this is well, you know, a, state mandated. Industry. You you you're, you're, I'm sure it says it in the uh, when you accept or the terms of use that you know they will if they they'll go through scanning and if they they find something's wrong with it, they're going to take that box apart. Yep. Well, anyway, I've I've seen some things come from some other places that probably aren't. On legit status, that you know. Again, it you know it all has to do with. I was watching some stupid fucking movie with some chick the other day. I I forgot what it was. It was the girl from uh, Breaking Bad, uh, Kristen Ritter. I forgot what it was called, but anyway, I figured out what Spicoli is now. Spicoli is the Joe of the first fifty-two, the Joe from Maine of the first (laughs) fifty-two. 
Go ahead, Spicoli. Finish up because oh, it's time to go. Some shit about. I don't even know where it was at. I forgot. See? I don't know. Fuck Point it. proven. <laughs> yes. All right. Say goodbye, Spicoli. Peace. Later, bro. We'll talk to you later. Dave, any uh, final words or thoughts? No. <laughs> you're you're just so talkative tonight. I must say, honey, do you have anything? I don't want to do any more serious shit. I don't have anything funny to say. We're saying goodbye. You, it's not serious. I know what you're saying. So that's what I'm saying. You know, you asked me if I had anything. I was like, I got nothing. No, I was truthful. I'm gonna get drunk with my sister and have a really good Saturday night, and I hope everyone else does too. And I love you. Awesome. And good evening. Good evening, she says. Good evening. Yeah, guys, that's uh, another episode of the first fifty-two. Last oh, one. Jesse, the guest. And, uh, you know, last one of 2013. We're moving into another year. We're going to have a lot of events happen, I'm sure, again in the coming year. Are we doing a show next weekend? Yes. Okay. We will be here next weekend. Enjoy your your New Year's Eve. Yeah, we'll be here next year. Enjoy your New Year's Eve. Be careful. Be smart. Stay out of trouble. And, uh... Come back to us next year. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you soon. To love or to hate, I don't know what to do. We're all lost and confused, just trying to get through in this world. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes, but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all, with no time to waste Fuck this red race, I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off, destination space The sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go
the whole world explode Moving free, I've got it through the beautiful, the silent When the light shone from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the guys so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity Yeah. Mm-hmm.